0: Hi, folks. Every month is Pride Month here on the QQ, but this month in particular, we want to highlight an organization each week that's committed to making a difference in the LGBTQIA plus community. We'll both be donating to these organizations, and we encourage you to donate and or share if you're able. Today, we want to highlight the Transgender Law Center, which is the largest national trans-led organization advocating for a world in which all people are free to define themselves and their futures. It's grounded in legal expertise and committed to racial justice in particular, and they they employ a variety of community-driven strategies to keep transgender and gender non-conforming people alive, thriving, and fighting for liberation. They do a lot of good work from specifically legal work and programs such as the Black Trans Circles, the Disability Project, and Positively Trans Programs. They are national and have plenty of opportunities for resources, volunteering, and donations through their site, which we will link. It is transgenderlawcenter.org hi everyone and welcome to our 100th episode of the queer quadrant a podcast where we to bisexual filmmakers examine cinema in all its cultural context and explore why your favorite four quadrant blockbuster is maybe not as straight oh as my you God. think it is bada bing bada boom 100 motherfucking episodes in the can Let's go. Energy is high. I am bisexuality I am is raging.
1: Overwhelmed. Wow. Hello. It's so
0: rare that I get to overwhelm you.
1: No. No. You're on it's, mic. It's true. I mean, it has been so long since I last saw you. Um, what is it like? He, I lost my hammer, but that was just yesterday. It's been pretty fresh. You know, it's been long since I last saw you. You know, I saw you this morning, uh-huh, and now yeah. I'm seeing you again.
0: Definitely on but, this trash planet. You know, I've
1: seen you for a hundred hundred times
0: i've <laughs> 100, only
1: seen you a hundred times a hundred
0: episodes and this that by the way yes. that includes like our bonus episodes and everything and i sneaky, just like sneaky. i truly cannot believe that it worked out this well yeah because we hadn't even no, planned you, you had to
1: call your shot yeah for
0: this episode to be the 100th episode because we were trying to you know make it line up with q fast q furious and also right. with our film that we're covering in a couple of weeks which we'll talk more about what and uh thor love and thunder What's, what's that? Thor for more Thor. Is it a sequel to this film? Yes, it is. Oh, my
1: God. How fascinating.
0: I know, right? Crazy. I'm sure that everyone is being very chill and normal online about it. What do you mean? Um, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, it just so happened that the episode that would land on number 100 was... 2017's thor ragnarok thor
1: colon ragnarok so
0: oh gotta have the punctuation you have to so without further ado hi i'm brooke solomon
1: hi it's me jordan gustafson i'm made of rocks i'm made of (laughs) rocks uh i'm not very dangerous rock rock, whatever here i have it here i have to do it i want to do it right i'm made of rocks as you can see but don't let that intimidate you you don't need to be afraid unless you're made of scissors (laughs) haha that's a rock paper scissors scissors (laughs) joke for you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know if this is a Kiwi accent. It,
0: well, the New Zealand accent is, is very it's specific. A I can really only do it when I'm doing a Would you like to do it together. for us? I'm Korg. I'm made of rooks. As you Korg, can see, I'm the Thor, revolution Ford, Sodham, is Odin. back on. Oh, my God. The hammer pulled you off.
1: I think the best part <laughs> is the line about him hating his mom's new boyfriend.
0: Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. So, uh, uh, it's really good.
1: The only people who showed up with my mom and her boyfriend who I hate. <laughs> <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> yeah, it's he definitely says he fuck him. him. Who is there a
0: fuck in this? No. No fucks in any mm. Marvel movies. The most that they will allow is a finger. A shit? No. No like shits you can, either. No, you can say shit. You can say oh. shit. You can drop a son of a bitch or something. But we like that. have not had a fuck dropped once. I don't think there are any fucks. Maybe really early. Who's gonna let the fuck drop? <laughs> I don't think it's allowed. But okay. there's like people Vamp. Vamp. people flip the bird a lot, so that's a thing. But like I truly have never heard anyone say fuck in a Marvel movie, and I think it's very intentional because there's like an element of family friendly. Did you just am I wrong?
1: the date april 10th 2020 the time it doesn't say the author trey tobias guardians of the galaxy volume 2 writer and director james gunn revealed a shocking nope deleted concept never mind (laughs) okay (laughs) rocket was supposed to drop the first f-bomb in guardians of the galaxy volume 2 but that was deleted and then mcfeely and marcus marcus and mcfeely Steven and Christopher revealed that Iron Man was supposed to have a fuck in Endgame, but that was deleted as well.
0: Yeah, it's so yeah.
1: I thought that there would be a fuck. No I don't fucks. know why I thought that there was no a fuck. No fuck's given, literally. But uh, you know, there's definitely some fucking happening in this movie.
0: Can we introduce ourselves since you interrupted me with your Korg impression so we can get back to it? No,
1: we're going too to- far. We're in too deep. Hi, we're on a Trash Planet. Hi. Hello.
0: I'm Brooke Solomon.
1: Jordan Gustafson, we
0: love it's me talking about cinema. We
1: love talking about queer cinema. We
0: love talking about being queer. We love talking about queer cinema. 100 episodes and now in. we're doing you it on can't mic. Even Do it right. Here we are talking Hi about it on everybody,
1: and welcome to the Queer Quadrant, a podcast where we two bisexual filmmakers. It's
0: never funny when you do it. I just have to. Because a it's little in harsh, but in all but... this cultural
1: context, and explore why your favorite four quadrant blockbusters <laughs> Blockbuster. are Blockbuster. Maybe...
0: it's quite difficult. It I is. like I said, I can really only you do it, it, it if I'm par- parroting a line, like a specific yeah. line. Anyway, oh,
1: Jeff Goldblum would be like, a, "Oh my God, wow!"
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey. well, out, out of your fingers was that? Sparkles. He Ooh. is so. One of the many, movie. many aspects we will talk about, as we mentioned today, is 2017's Ragnarok, a film that is I, very close I was gonna say. to both of our hearts. Well,
1: I mean, Particularly my heart. Your little fucking rainbow heart over there. But
0: it's been a very long time since we talked about a Marvel movie. Really? I think the last one that we talked about was Civil War. Holy
1: shit. Wow. Like,
0: is, am I, I don't think I'm missing one.
1: Uh, and how many Batman movies have we done since then? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) So
0: many. And we've 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 doweled in the DC, obviously Batman with DC, but we did like Wonder Woman, stuff like that. Batman versus Superman. It's just been a very long time since we talked about Marvel. Marvel, And it's because Marvel is oppressively straight.
1: What do you mean? I think they had their first gay character, and that was it.
0: They had 17 first exclusively gay Mm -hmm. characters. I will say, you know, if we're grading on a scale of one to point zero 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 two um there have been there has been more queer representation in phase four than yes. there has been in like Agreed. all of the other phases i mean phases america chavez has combined that
1: do they kiss in the movie or no i don't they think they're just I holding don't, hands yeah, yeah, okay they don't so kiss.
0: here's the lineup that we have of like explicitly on screen hit me like business so we have uh the first gay character first gay superhero in eternals yes with brian tyree henry of course and his and he husband caused the holocaust um, Nope,
1: sorry he uh <laughs> Dropped a bomb,
0: Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> um, so we have that, and then we have America Chavez in Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm missing a couple other things. There was obviously gay Joe Russo in Avengers, of course. Endgame, still some of the funniest edits I have ever seen on the internet where it'd be like, Thank you, gay Joe Russo, with Macklemore playing in the background. Yes. Yes. Um, but you know, it it's still we still haven't had like a queer relationship where both characters are like in yeah. the film for the entire runtime. It'll happen. It'll happen.
1: Probably on TV first. Eventually. Well, oh my god, Brook, Brook, Brooke, Brooke,
0: Brooke, how could we forget about Loki? Loki, yeah, he came out as bi. He came out as bi. And there then was, started dating himself. There was a slightly, slightly shady interview Tom Hiddleston gave the other day where he mm-hmm. was like, you know, if you caught it and Loki, you know, the character the line, of Loki yeah. was revealed to be bi, and hopefully we can expand upon that. Ooh, it was, like, a little, little sassy. Yeah, because, like, it, it's one line.
1: Yeah. Was that on his press tour for the Essex Serpent? It
0: might have been, actually. Um, is
1: that out yet or no? Yeah, it's think, out. It's, it's,
0: it's been there out. There
1: it is. Did you watch it? <laughs> no, not yet. Oh, no. Um,
0: I'll get to it eventually. But, like, that was, you know, that episode of Loki opens with Hayley Kyoko, and, like, the right. creator was talking about, like, how they really wanted to make that the character. Yeah. Something like the character st-
1: Kate Heron is by yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Kate Heron is by and um the character. That's the thing is that like this movie Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. if we're talking comics wise sure. contains three canonically queer characters. See? Si. Yeah. It's Korg. It's Loki. It's me. And it's Valkyrie. Yes. 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 yes.
1: And all of those people, I would say, in this movie are hot, except Korg, because he's made of rooks. No,
0: he's hot. Oh, you can say it. Rock fetish. Hot Korg, twenty twenty two. Okay,
1: I do like when Korg wears like the floral shirt. That's fun. Yeah, and, in, uh, Endgame. in Endgame. Yeah, yeah it's um, good. But no, I think so. And I mean, uh, Brooke, I would just, I we need to hear the story, and okay. I would like to throw it to you. Okay. But I mean, if you just look on screen at this movie, there is certainly. A lot of queer energy permeating throughout, and I feel like that's what we'll dig into. Yes, but I feel like before we even get to that, you have to tell our audience why this is an important movie for
0: you. Yes, okay. I don't know when this turned into an ASMR podcast, but um, but, like, because, because we we've been waiting, you've
1: been we've been waiting for, for, a for a so story. long. All right, I've been waiting to now tell. listen. You've been waiting to tell
0: now listen. I just want to say right off the bat, this is very embarrassing for me to admit. <laughs> I don't really <laughs> consider this a source of pride. So you should know that this is a completely true story based on the fact that I'm like yes. choosing to reveal You're it, it. Yeah. on mic. I do think it's very embarrassing. When you think, think about so the good. wealth of me... cinema, this is the movie. Mm-hmm. This is the movie. I yes. saw this movie in theaters and this is the movie At that- At the AMC
1: Lowe's Theater in Boston?
0: Yes, yes. When it came out opening weekend, November 2017, this was the movie that convinced me that. I should come out publicly. um the rules yeah.
1: I, that makes me so happy I
0: think it's very embarrassing because like we all
1: <laughs> look I think it's better to be have an embarrassing movie than one that's like
0: there, I obviously I guess there are worse picks and I wouldn't yeah. say that this was the movie that made me be like oh shit oh, like I, I like clearly, obviously you've had the vibes. I knew what was going on right. I, I had I had been turning it over in my mind for a very long time sure. I think that like at this point <laughs> I feel like I had I had come out as bisexual internally yes. to myself like pretty strongly sure <laughs> Sure. And was trying to decide, as we all do, mm-hmm. if I was just faking it. Right. Faking my own thoughts. Because of course oh my that's God. a normal How thing. How dare to I think. think
1: about this woman in a way. <laughs>
0: How dare I think that finding women attractive might make me bisexual? Oh, that seems ridiculous. Thought. But I think that like because I had been so in my own head about it for such a long time, it was very different, I think, to kind of like see it in a public way. Right. And yeah. like it's oh God, is <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> like, gonna embrace it. I just want
1: audiences just to painting a picture, I am sitting back comfortably in my chair. This is the happiest I have ever been on mic. Like, truly. <laughs> I'm always embarrassed. You're never embarrassed. This is just, I'm fueled.
0: Okay, well, I can really, I mean, again, it's this is just how it is. I can pinpoint the exact moment. It was oh, when, because I didn't really know who Tessa Thompson, was. I didn't I have mean, the same cultural relevance of, like, who, I didn't have the same uh cultural knowledge of, like, who she was before sure. this movie, sure. but, like, I kind of Knew that, like, oh, I don't know. She's kind of like the new girl that's in this movie. Let's just right, like yeah. go and see her, like basically putting on those like gun gauntlets mm. and syncing up with the ship, and then blasting a bunch duh, of people duh. on a car Like, I truly—that
1: was the moment.
0: There's a story online from Tumblr about a girl who went to see Black Panther and clenched her teeth so hard when Michael B. Jordan got shirtless that she snapped her retainer and had to go to the dentist and like get it. (laughs) Like the horny power of shirtless Michael B. Jordan. And for me, like if I had a retainer to snap, it would have snapped at that moment. That
1: was not the moment I thought you were going to say, but it also in retrospect makes like, so much sense because it's violent and also like hot women. And, so like, it, like it makes sense. Her
0: arms are out and yeah. like, she's oh, great pretty jacked yeah. in this movie. Um, And yeah, that was like, that was the moment that I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. I'm Why so am I bisexual. In the closet? Yes. I just like, okay, listen, just to, just to really drive this home. There is, I wasn't sure what I should, um, you know, my review for this should be on letterbox. Cause I was on letterbox at the time and I can, I can read you. <clears throat> November 23rd, 2017. <clears throat> Tessa Thompson is so hot in this. I'm going to light myself on, on fire. fire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait, I think I liked that. <laughs> oh my God, Brooke. That's so good. <laughs> I'm actually upset at myself that I I don't know why I did not watch Because I was on Letterboxd at the time. So wait, so this when did this come out?
0: November 2017.
1: Okay, so I... Oh, I was in...
0: Were you at it? ELA? So oh, Jordan it was a dark was,
1: time in my life.
0: <laughs> Jordan was in Los Angeles. I was that in Boston. That makes sense. I went oh, to see this just to add another 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 layer. Yeah. 2017 famously good year in cinema. Um great year in cinema. My lovely boyfriend Evan and I saw this together. And then I think like a couple weeks later, we saw Call Me by Your Name and its limited run. And like neither of us, both of us were by and neither of us were out to that's each other that's so funny and you're both like these edging each other back to back like i vividly remember walking out of the theater and we were like vibrating oh <laughs> with god. a very specific sense of like what what's, what are what's we going feeling right oh my god but both of us were like super out just yeah. not to each other right right and like that's so yeah. funny so oh
1: my god it was the sense
0: of being like i know exactly what i'm feeling but like nobody no else one else can understands no yeah, what yeah. i'm like i even in the room yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. I, um, if I was a, if <laughs> I was a betting man, my money would have been. Well, I guess maybe it would have been my sexual awakening for her is when she gets off and she's drunk and she falls i think that's I like i mean that's the like hottest, right funniest thing before. ever before yeah. i mean
0: that certainly it was like but it's so there those moments are so close together. Right. the like anticipation was building what, right you're Do are, you know you're, I you're mean? edging you're i was like, like flirting getting up there and for hand me on your
1: leg you're taking right. to the bedroom
0: that's her her being drunk and falling off the ship is the foreplay the gun moment is it's, the climax right you've climaxed you yeah will. of your coming out yes it's
1: like you opening the door to the closet you kicking it down like big bird yeah exactly <laughs> oh my god this is so cute yeah i'm so happy that this yeah. was a movie because i feel like you know <laughs> i don't know there's so many different movies that it could have been but ultimately like looking at you as a person and knowing you as a friend this feels like a very brooke solomon joint yeah and it does make me happy that like Thanks. i'm glad it's Thank not you. something that's also like a bad movie or
0: it's, a, it's a very good movie because that's that's
1: also the thing like yeah. it could have been like a movie that like was your awakening? But like, is a shitty film. Yeah. But you were like, I was awakened by it. But it's, right. it's it's nice when it's a movie that you can like go back to and be like, oh, I understand why, and yes. like you actually have a positive like exactly. look on it. You know, I
0: was slowly awakened by you know a, a, a large number of movies right. over my yeah. over my career, my like life. Thor, um, Thor: The Dark World. <laughs> Yeah, Chris Hemsworth famous like although everyone is always like Thor is for the lesbians. So. Thor is for the lesbians. There you go. Thor is for the lesbians. Um, let's go F- lesbians. What Le- Thor lesbians? <laughs> <laughs> you but it was sort of nice to have i feel like such like a a, a crystallized yeah moment of course. for myself um be so cute i've it maybe has been mentioned on mic before but you have kind of like a similar well, coming I think out movie di- or the, story the
1: dichotomy between us is yeah. what makes this podcast it's what makes the juice the juice yeah and what makes our oj pulpy because <laughs> um, yours is Thor Ragnarok and mine is Ichi Mofotambian, Mofotambian, which, which is yeah. so funny <laughs> <laughs> like truly like two ends of the spectrum <laughs> but that's why it works that is that's why it bisexuality. works bisexuality it's the choice baby I, I agree I both agree. also movies with like by it's the thing is because they're both featuring like bi characters, right. I think is also the thing. It's like I've talked about it before where like there's attractions where it's like George of the Jungle or Stick It, a or of their all, own, exactly. Where yes. it's these movies where you're like, I am attracted to people in this movie who to identify by the same screen. gender as me, yes, or whatever. Yes. And so when you're seeing something where it like encompasses what you feel is like a bisexuality as a whole, I feel like that is what helps like right. you want to come out yes. obviously because I feel like that's such a big part about coming out it's not about just like thinking like this one thing but it's about like seeing yourself represented or like seeing what you are like to the world do you know what I mean and like for you to like watch this movie and be like oh I relate intrinsically oh, to these characters it's me I'm on screen <laughs> I am a fucking queen from Asgard yeah it's not a place it's It's a people people. and I am a person yeah oh my god
0: and it's like this is I think that like so you know I we will not talk too much about Thor Love and Thunder on this episode but Thor Love and Thunder has like begun releasing promotional material all that stuff there's a lot of women with muscles I'm obviously (sighs) currently on a higher plane of existence but I saw some some interesting discourse about the fact that it is like the more, quote-unquote, sexless the Marvel movies get, the weirder it is to kind of, like, be sexualizing these the women. actors. Not specifically and the men, women, yeah. but, like, the... the well, like
1: Thor getting butt naked.
0: Exactly. Like, the actors, because, like... There is no sense of sex in the movies. It's just kind of like pretty Mm -hmm. sexless people, which I, I totally like understand. However, I can't help the fact that I think women with muscles are hot. And by the way, there's not that many mainstream movies where there are like properly buff women. And obviously like, you know, both Natalie Portman and Tessa Thompson are still like very kind of like, yeah, yeah I'm literally like just
1: fighting. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I mean, are we arty- very kind of like yeah. thin, like conventionally sure. attractive women, but like it's very rare that you see women with like actual like yoked. Like buff.
1: Well, I feel like that was my complaint coming out of the She-Hulk trailer is I'm like, I want her to be like six times larger and I want her like I want her 30 like, times more ripped.
0: Actually ripped. Right. And like, of course, she, and it's this like, she's just
1: kind of like tall.
0: You can see it from like, you know, female WWE fighters or anyone kind of like sure. adjacent to that who like show up in movies. But like, I think there is a certain sense of really like... best
1: fast franchise-y.
0: Women, yes. Women getting buff specifically for a role is pretty rare. And I love women with muscles i love really anyone with muscles they i i not to be like uh the conventional systems but it just really like no it does yeah I works it works for me yeah um so that being said i love i love buff women and i want to see more of them and like act like like Fucking jacked, Big jacked yes. as shit. Let's yes. I go. I mean, that fits your like, type
1: also for men. Crush
0: me, yes. yes. I just want to be crushed, <laughs> but in like a loving way. Yes, yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, that's the that's your bisexual panic throughout this whole movie. Too like, many,
0: too many hot people. I don't know what to do?
1: I'm sweating. Oh my god. Yeah,
0: I mean, this is like you know. Again, the bar I think is relatively low Four. when you talk about cinema as a whole, but like. This has been labeled Marvel's gayest movie in more lists than we can count. Notably, there was like a really popular vulture list that like Taika YTD like retweeted and was like, fuck yeah, like let's go. He is like famously very into gay rights. Yes. Yay. He loves to wave um, the flag. He loves to wave that pirate flag oh mm-hmm.
1: and does that flag mean death
0: it does yes oh, cool, it does cool, cool, yeah cool, it you. also means uh gay oh just interesting. A okay and by the way all the character posters for this movie are like a rainbow yeah um i mean it's I the think... really cool kind of like smoke and like uh i mean they do they fly yeah. a
1: rainbow bridge
0: well here here's what i'm gonna say yes i have i have been waiting so long to say this asgard is literally the gayest place in all of marvel one asgard two asgard. rainbow bridge three Bifrost. I mean... It's right
1: there. Also, it's basically (laughs) like ancient mythology. And as we all know, in like ancient Greece and wherever, they're all
0: fucking everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like It's a fact. It just is how it is. Yeah. And like, I think that this movie obviously was kind of trying to like reinvent the like, Thor is not like as serious. Like we're trying to make Thor cooler, but it really leaned into kind of like that day glow rainbow like fireworks and rainbows and sparkles vibe Um, which works for which I personally love I think
1: we (laughs) both love and I think it goes either way like you either are like I liked the dark world and the Kenneth Branagh Thor or you go like I like this Thor and you know what both can
0: also exist that's the thing is that I weirdly the bisexual in me I really like both and I think that The the snarkiness that bothers me bothers me in a completely different sector of Marvel movies, which is kind of like the grounded, like serious, everyone just happens to be like a hysterical genius type thing, even in something that, you know, is par for the course, like the Spider-Mans or whatever. Like, what I think I really love about the humor of Thor Ragnarok is that. I don't know. It just feels really styled and it's so otherworldly.
1: What you're saying is it's totally consistent. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yes. the whole movie is
1: funny. And the this whole movie, movie is, is funny. That's why it works is because it's not like, Here's a quip in between this thing. It's like our entire movie is going to be like these like recurring bits. Yes. And then we'll also have like the plot obviously happening coinciding with it. But like you have your big fight scene with, you know, Hulk and Thor. And obviously it's like peppered with jokes. Like the, I know him. He's a friend from work. Yeah. And all that stuff. Like that's the point of it is like to have the jokes, but also be within the context of like funny without it being like a standout quick beat within like a super dour thing.
0: Yes. And I think that the, in my opinion, the humor is a step above the, uh, that just happened. Classic thing that like permeates these. Uh, kind. what? Uh, they fly now. <laughs> they fly now? They, <laughs> they fly, fly now. now. Like I, I, I think it's a, it's a step above, above sure. that and it feels better suited to the movie yeah as well whole. i mean
1: i think it's just taika in general and i mean we can yes. discuss up and down and i'm you know film twitter has obviously uh talked a lot about it but i i mean i have loved taika for so long like i was i'm a huge obviously fan of his movie two cars one night his short film yes I, um
0: hunt for the wilder people is incredible boy, boy is incredible maybe my favorite
1: movie of his the boy is shocking shocking so
0: good no i absolutely love that yeah. movie but like yeah.
1: you look at those movies and they're all so well done like his early filmography is incredible and i feel like this is very it feels like a part of that yeah. like natural progression
0: i think i, I uh, i've said it before but Tyka will fucking say it again. I will. Tyka to me is one of like the only filmmakers who's really figured out how to work within the studio system and have something that feels like wholly his vision. And Mm. I think when people are like like, him,
1: James Gunn, oh the
0: bastardization of like Otor, it's like no, this feels exactly like a Tyka movie within this framework. And I don't think necessarily it's a bad thing to have a film that feels like the blank version of a Marvel movie. Right. If you can make those two things work. The problem is that usually
1: they don't work. Well, it's, I think you look at us and our taste. And yes. we obviously have great taste and how dare I knock. But like our favorite <laughs> Marvel movies are the ones that are tour stamped. So yeah. you have like Iron Man 3 and this. Mm-hmm, Guardians. Are, uh, Guardians. Yeah. And Avengers for better Black or Panther. worse. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like my two favorite Marvel movies are Iron Man 3 and this. Yeah. And it's like they're the ones that feel the most... You know of an artist's voice, and I feel like you know you look at comics, and obviously comics are all this, these crazy things. But like it is always those things in comics when you'll have someone come on and do a run, and it feels like oh, it's this person's take on X character, a very clear exactly. Sense of vision. And for this, it's this is. Taika's take on Thor. And in this, Thor is a dumb himbo surrounded by a bunch of queers and also Thor is queer as well. Yes. And it rules (laughs) and it begs the question... What if Cape Lanchette was a sexy demon from hell, basically, and yeah. I answer yes. What
0: if Cape Lanchette was like a campy, evil, like uh-huh. villainess? Yep. Like Rita
1: Repulsa, basically.
0: Exactly. Like what if that's what we were working with? What if Loki was like his usual snarky little self, but what like with an extra little wet side side dish of bisexuality? Yes. Like what if Jeff Goldblum was there? What if, <laughs> yeah, what if he existed as what if Tessa Thompson existed? Yes. Like it's it's a a lot well, of. We that. should also mention, like Tessa, obviously bisexual. bisexual IRL, yes. the oh God, Brooke I don't is, think.
1: Brooke, uh, do you guys? So you guys know? In Key <laughs> and Peel. There's that uh, shot of Jordan Peel sweating. That's yeah, Brooke right that's now. That's me. That is yeah. me.
0: That is me. Uh, fully. So like, there was. It was probably a nine month period when this film came out. I also came out. Tessa Thompson and Janelle Monae came out as being in a relationship, and I went to like the first Pride parade that I had ever gone to, like as someone who was like probably out. Oh, I remember this like like, journey because I was at that parade with you. It was euphoric. It was like a euphoric nine months to a year in terms of like. The the coming out journey. Now it's
1: all over. Now it's just filled with sadness. Oh well, we
0: were saying that like neither of us can make the the pride parade this, this year. Yeah. Um, and we were like, oh, yeah. whatever. We're like jaded queers right. now. It's fine. We don't need to go. It's all we already know. We are. It's all like Capital One and Bank of yes. America anyway. Yes. Um, the
1: corporatization of pride.
0: Oh god. Um, oh my god. But yeah. Uh. Yes. Ca- I. Yes. yes. No. Go. 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 I was just gonna say on Taika, I basically love every single thing that he's created with one exception <laughs> jojo. Um, jojo rabbit which also by the way for the record i don't hate i just think it is fine but i don't mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, I let there are certain elements of it that i uh, that i don't mind but i like i think that recently the our flag means death like stan army takeover that has happened first of all taika as like the most famous person who's involved in that show has been like extremely extremely vocal about like what they set out to create with the show what like david jenkins set out to create and like what taika wanted to support off of that vision um I mean, and like yeah.
1: he's also a great producer <sighs> he's like very I like, good reservation producer. dogs is like you know him and sterling yeah and it's like an amazing thing for him to be like get behind and throw his weight behind and i think that's an important thing to like recognize
0: he has always had like such i think like good intentions for the types of projects that he wants to champion not just when he's in the director's seat but when he's in the producer's seat things yeah. like reservation dogs and our flag means death as well as making like thor ragnarok a story about like colonization and like the ensuing cover-up that governments like do Do, yeah yeah and like how displacement and like diaspora doesn't actually have to like it's okay right um and obviously again like i understand that it's in this giant marvel framework and like at the end of the day it's still part of like the marvel machine that never stops however i think that like You're never going to be able to fully throw out the Marvel playbook. Like, Feige is never going to let you. This seems, like, about as far as you can stretch. And I think that it's such a good stretch and something that feels, like, of a piece with what Disney wants. I don't know. It's just I really respect people that are able to, like, slide in these clearly, like, agendaized things in a good way while, like having that be to the betterment of the structure that they're working within. I don't know. Mm. I just really respect that.
1: Yeah. Well, I think also it almost harms this movie because I think that this movie sets up and works so well that I think like what we are seeing now is the backlash to that where like, you're seeing a lot of the stuff come out for love and thunder. And I think people are wanting to the same, as you were saying, euphoric high that we got from Ragnarok. Right. And I think there's like a nervousness almost permeating throughout that where people are like, is this going to give us the same juice? Are we just going to be jaded? Does this look as good? And I think that's like also something I find interesting where it's like, we don't know yet because we haven't obviously seen it, but I just think that this movie was executed so well for what it was trying to do. That and nobody it almost, expected it. Right, which yeah. then hampers the expectations going forward where people are like, "Are like I want Ragnarok 2, when, like, is Ragnarok 2 even something that Taika wants to do? Or is that what the creatives wants to do? Like, like what is yes. the pivot? Yes. So I just think it's a curious thing because so rarely do, like, things and swings work within the Marvel framework. So then when they do, you're like, oh, okay. Because, like, clearly with Iron Man 3, I was like... This the juice is loose. This is amazing, and then everyone fucking hates that movie. Right, and,
0: even though that movie is incredible. Right, but like, it's like
1: erased from memory. I
0: know this Thor Ragnarok was supposed to be the end of like the Thor like trilogy. Mm-hmm. Like it was supposed to be over, and like the fact that he's had as a character has had like this whole second life. Right, like in Phase Four.
1: Yeah, well, because <laughs> he be, what they were like. hmm, <laughs> Thor, but funny?
0: Thor, but funny. Oh my God, what a concept. Yes. Um, Which
1: was a smart decision because Chris Hemsworth is funny.
0: That's the thing, is that it's like, I do like kind of like the Shakespearean, like Kenneth Branagh version of it. And like Hiddleston is obviously like always in the pocket. You have like... Anthony Hopkins uh, doing, doing his absolutely NAR, nothing. Yes. No acting required. Especially in this. With <laughs> oh my the god.
1: The first scene. No when acting going, required. You go to Asgard. My king is laid out like this. He's like, I'm
0: going to plop a grip in my mouth. Yeah. Ah, yum. This is my day. He's actually so good in that scene, though. His. Oh, it's delicious. Oh shit. Is so funny. Uh, yeah, because th- a here, great bro- line reading.
1: Bro- here's the thing. Sir Anthony Hopkins is a good actor. I don't know. I don't know if you knew that. Oh shit! Do you know that that man has won Academy Awards? It's shocking. What a shock! It's
0: shocking. But I so basically, I love kind of like the Shakespearean version. Yes. But the yeah. thing is that it's like Chris Hemsworth is such a comedic He's talent, so funny. and I, yes. it feels like Ghostbusters twenty sixteen kind of unlocked the fact that people are like oh he's really funny right. he's not just a pretty face with a bunch of muscles and um, every time he chooses to do something that's kind of like a straightforward action movie it annoys me <laughs> well he's
1: good okay I'm looking at his filmography now and I would like to actually run through this okay yes so he starts off with Star Trek as George Kirk which he's good oh in. yes
0: I always forget that he's in that I know good for him Cabin in the Woods
1: he plays the jock he, he gets is... killed off second yes and it rules because he's very good in that it movie. comes out after Thor because of the gestation period with that movie yeah so everyone's thinking oh my god it's thor he's gonna live to the end and then he dies and, and he it dies. fucking rules yes which works for that movie's subversiveness then you get the avengers snow white snow white i feel like is a movie that doesn't exist we'll never talk about it it's just weird
0: i think although he's also in the huntsman winter's war and yes. maybe that is more interesting
1: Uh, Because Snow White's not in it, right? Because it's a
0: prequel and a sequel. Yeah. Oh my gosh, is it The Godfather? Kristen Stewart is not there, so it's like him and Jessica Chastain instead. I don't know. I think that that movie is supposed to... Wait, not Charlize? Well, Charlize is also there. Still in Okay, yeah. Jessica Chastain is like the the every woman. Charlize Theron and Emily Blunt are like the queens. Interesting. Um, Okay. I, yeah. I feel like I would kind of fuck with that movie. I haven't actually seen it.
1: Do you know a movie I think you would also fuck with that I don't think that all people fucked with that people should have fucked with more? Rush? Rush. Rush. A movie that is good that we will cover.
0: Oh, great. That makes me so happy. It's so
1: good. And I feel like... Uh, people don't talk about it enough. Obviously, Black Hat and Move the movie makes a bazillion dollars, which we all know. <laughs> Stop. But I think, as you were saying, it's like a lot of these movies that like kind of don't like hit as well for like what his specific mode is. But I think in Rush, it's really good because it, it's capitalizing on like the thorness that we will soon get of the brash arrogance, right? Which is good. And he's kind of dumb in that movie, too, which is what they kind of lean into more yes. with this.
0: He is good as kind of a little bit of a dumbass, but also yes. a guy who is smart at the same time. It's the it's the best. It's a,
1: it's a needle to thread, though. It's
0: the himbo. That's th- what, one of our finest yes. himbos. Him and Channing
1: yes. operate sort of in a similar yes. framework. And the thing is, like, also, you know, if you look that good, you can't be that smart. Like, you can't have everything. And I think that that's what a good action movie and movies have to recognize is that to you can't have an actor be so hot and be so perfect at everything. You right. gotta have some pegs now. But that's
0: why I quite like the first Thor because it is kind of, like, fun, bumbling, like, fish out of water. And, like, the obviously small another teacup smash thing is so yeah. good that he, like, goes back at the end and, and he, like, apologizes. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's really cute. Also, him and Natalie
1: have chemistry in that movie mm-hmm. natalie portman i love you i mean
0: i know that you love her so much my first crush yeah ever yeah 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 and of course like you know i love her because of the black are we, swan of it are all are we about
1: to like feud during love and thunder uh, over who likes who her li- more that's okay because yeah, uh, you know
0: that i am i'm in the bag for tessa true so, um, but no yeah. but
1: then it's also so weird though because he then after this like 12 strong a movie that doesn't exist. Yeah. Bad Times at the El Royale, a which phenomenal movie.
0: Extremely good in. But
1: no one saw, which nope. is so frustrating. But and I then love that movie. Men in Black International, which is basically the d- direct result of this movie. This
0: movie, where they and were like, oh, right, they the Chris funny. Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson like, dynamic yeah. duo. We can make it a little gay. We'll put right. Tessa Thompson in a suit. Everyone Hot. will be happy. We'll and will play then...
1: the L- a London Bridge by Fergie. That's,
0: like, actually one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And the, the trailer thing was so good. Yes, it was. Like, we almost had it. Um, I was really upset. But, like, sort of, like, the extractions of the world, I'm not about. Right, I agree. I thought he dropped out of
1: Furiosa. Is no, he? no, no. So he's... he's in Furiosa. It was
0: Yaya Abdul-Mateen. Oh, okay. That dropped out. And got replaced by Tom Burke, which is like a completely different vibe. But yes, very. I so in it's not we don't know that much about Furiosa, but he's supposed to be playing the villain. The villain, I'm yes, sure, which is great because he's a great villain in Bad Times at the El Royale. Yes, he is. I like him as a villain. I also like. I love when he does like kind of like charming. But, but dangerous, evil. like he's yeah. a cult leader in bad times, right yeah. royale. And it's good because, like, of course you would join a cult with this man. Uh, Look it, at have him. Have you seen him? And he's like actually, like, I feel like a little scary and like gross in that movie, which isn't I he, like.
1: like watching. Like, isn't like a big part of that flashback, like walking on a beach and stuff with him, like with shortlist.
0: in a, a field of flowers. Flowers. Okay, yes. that's what it is. Yeah, but he's also like fucking a sixteen-year-old. Yes. movie. No. Yeah, it's, he's a bad guy. It's a very like. How does he? I love again? that movie. I don't remember. I want to see Dakota Johnson like shoots him in the face. That's or what I think.
1: Too. um i don't but remember that movie,
0: though so that movie is
1: so i <laughs> loved that movie and i'm so mad that it made i was there like opening night i was championing that movie i
0: know but we both like it so that's yeah, fine. because uh,
1: we have taste Brooke. yes that's uh, why did you
0: know chris hemsworth was on dancing with the stars in 2006 no i did that's not crazy i just wanted to really quickly shout out before i forget the uh the team thor shorts which just, were these yeah. like little mockumentary like commercials sure. Um, that took place mostly in Australia with Thor Shocking. and his uh, human roommate named Daryl and it's all this like Thor doesn't understand technology thing where That's he's like funny. send a raven I don't understand email like we can do this it's a good, it's a good bit <laughs> it's really funny and that I feel like is same like Chris Hemsworth is really funny yes. and fun and he can like do improv and like yeah. you should be casting him in comedic things You should
1: be in a rom-com yes you'd yeah. be amazing in a
0: rom more rom-coms. Yeah, I want them. That's
1: the decree. Of, I hit my th- my hammer on
0: Yeah, that was very... Desk. The last... He has literally, I don't think, ever been in a romantic... No, he is not. Thor is probably but the But his closest. brother has. Liam. Yeah. Liam is the heartthrob. But like Chris is also a heartthrob. Yes, I agree. And also, and then there's I, I think the a little one. funnier. Luke Hemsworth, yeah. uh, a.k.a. Stage Westworld. Thor, actor Thor, right, right. Oh, he is also Mr. Westworld, yeah,
1: yeah. Idris Elba. I feel like because we're talking Thor, I feel like it's, ah! it, it's yeah, uh, again sorry. a hottie, dear lord. But it's like one of those things where I feel like you know he's been around for so long. He's been in so many movies. Like obviously he's phenomenal in like American Gangster and all these. I'm just looking at his filmography. It's just so funny how he signs on for this as Heimdall, and this was before everything so it's kind of like a nothing role
0: right and i feel like he's very locked into the contract exactly
1: yes and so like he shows up in this and you're like i can't believe it's idris elba superstar but they
0: wasted him for three entire movies it's not like this is the exception no
1: exactly but i think it even is though like you look at sort of his attachments even going forward with franchises and it's like he should have taken off like he's in that the losers movie that was trying to be a thing that was nothing he's then in pacific Rim as of course one of the greatest names stacker pentecost stacker pentecost uh yes. where he gives a speech about this is whatever the end of the world or yeah whatever it's, it's one of the best yeah it's
0: a total like obviously he was already a star but it's a total like star star making. performance it's, it's like right. and then he dies will though. smith independence day yes. like yeah right but then he dies in that pacific Rim. rocks so hard it's it does rips it does del toro you can do no king wrong he's in Ghost Rider
1: Spirit of Vengeance of course again a movie that doesn't exist mm-hmm. and then you just it's like all of these things where he's constant of course he's the villain in Star Trek Beyond and you can't recognize him under all the makeup so yeah. he's just doing these like franchise movies where it's like, like they're not taking off you have The Dark Tower where it's like again another attempt so doesn't take off Hobbs and Shaw another attempt doesn't take off it's like it's it's truly like you go down the list it's yeah. like Insane. I
0: like, so he's been doing, so he, he, he likes to DJ. Oh, obviously. So there I was a the whole show about it. Yes. So like he has, I like that when he's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm Idris Elba, I can do whatever I want. Well, I DJ. Um, but like, I also, so he has this movie that is probably out by the time this episode gets released, uh, called Beast. Sonic like, the Hedgehog too. Uh, yeah, of course you can forget, but Beast, which is like him, like fighting a lion cool. and there's like, literally like, Oh, you got to watch the trailer. Like fucking roar or whatever. Well, yes, but I assume no I I, but like there's literally a shot in the trailer of him like punching a lion in the face and I was like I actually sir, could fuck with sir. this like I, I think that like he's actually so good in Hobbs and Shaw yeah. despite the material that he's working with and I kind of love to see him like lean into like Cats mode yes like I basically will watch him in anything because I think that he's always compelling he is, he <laughs> um,
1: is. did you see the, his directorial debut Yardy? I didn't even know he directed no, something
0: I did, but he like he's so into kind of like the UK like
1: yeah up in, sort of like
0: the the underground scene that's yeah. going on there so i don't know i just i want him to i basically i want him to do whatever he wants i he has plenty of money he can probably he can do it all um i this love him
1: incredible idris Elba's how clubbing changed the world idris elba's king of speed yeah idris elba fighter 555 turn up charlie what like, turn just- up charlie
0: that's the one of course,
1: he's in the the wire, as we were saying, which is it's such a fascinating filmography, and like obviously, he is a star, yeah, but for being such a star, he has never actually led a movie. That has been ultra successful. That's my basic read.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but we do love him, and I will happily watch him in literally everything. Of and you course. know, he has captured the hearts of women worldwide, as he says uh, in the office. Men. Yes, I am aware of the effect I have on women and men. I'm aware of the effect I have on women. Uh, I, it is retainer snapping potential. It is. is all I'll say <laughs>
1: uh, the retainer snapping for me, I think, was Kate Blanchett. though the first time she shows up with. Her Her goddamn incredible makeup. Yeah. Is it like the hot? She's like she knows how sexy she was in this, and like it's like the this hottest Marvel villain ever, right? A
0: different kind of like sexy than she usually does. Yeah. Um, well, it's
1: like not Carol sexy. No,
0: it's like evil. It's like
1: step on me, yeah. Break my neck, stab me, sexy. And yeah. again,
0: we need to really do away with the fact that women shrivel up and turn to dust once they hit forty-two. But like, she looks fucking. She looks amazing. Incredible she looks, in this movie. She looks so good. Brooke. She looks really fucking good. I just I love her. When she Pull, like even like yeah, every time business, she like
1: pulls her hair mm. back and thorns come out, I go yes.
0: There's also I think that like there's some kind of like random motifs in this movie that I really like, a la the horns thing, and like Loki has his horn helmet, and then like everyone likes to pull out the double knives in the this movie, knives. like. Thor does it, Loki does it, Hela does it. I just Hela love does it
1: with like long ones. It's big, like her big arms knives. whip and they yes. come out, and I go, oh. But
0: like in the scene in Doctor Strange's mansion when Loki just like ksh, yeah whips out the knives, I and think he it's goes, so funny. Goodbye. Yeah. 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 yeah, yep, 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 yep. I okay. have been falling for thirty minutes. I will say
1: again, for talking Marvel, I think that this is the best w- way to use Doctor Strange. I think Doctor Strange works best when he's like a secondary weirdo. Why are you
0: being quiet about it? Say it loud. I am because
1: I'm nervous. I don't want to get yelled at online. I just feel like he works so well when he's working with others. Yeah. And like it works well in Infinity War. It works well here. I
0: mean, clearly in every Doctor Strange movie, they just have him team up with other people. Right. They just he don't co- know what to do with him alone. He needs to fix things. Right. Is the thing. He's a so fixer. There's nothing for him to fix. I yes. i not going to have him. Anyway. But when he
1: pops up in this, it's so delightful. And you're like, this is... A great use of Benedict in here. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, it's great. Again, it's really funny. I basically like every set piece in this movie. I think the car stuff works the best.
1: Oh, I mean, I think Zakar is like far and away the best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like everything, the minute you get there and you have the introduction where you you're are going to meet the, Grand the Grandmaster. Grandmaster is phenomenal. Yes. like all the way through the escape. The final fight is fine. It's, I mean, like certain things are fine, but like Sekar
0: is yes. the best. I yeah. mean, I do. I love. I love the final fight for many reasons. One, the shot of Tessa Thompson. You know the shot. The fireworks. You know the shot. I thought.
1: I also like the shot of Thor with lightning. Yeah. yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. The
0: the the Renaissance painting esque. Yeah. I oh, mean. Oh my God. Listen, I just have to say, like again, I don't know if people are going to be like, damn, Brooke, you were really impressed by this. Watch more movies, but. There's nothing that scratches the itch in my brain like a double needle drop when you think the needle drop has concluded. And then they bring it back
1: no. at a pivotal moment like, in the film. Tony Scott got you <laughs> a Top Gun, as we've recently talked about. They're like, what if we brought it back four <laughs> like, times? Yes.
0: But like, I, Immigrant Song being in the trailer, kind of a big deal that Zeppelin doesn't license their music very often, particularly not the original version. Right. And then it's like, they use it in the first five minutes. You're like, oh, fucking cool as hell. Like, I truly was not expecting it to come back full blast for yeah. like a full two minutes too well that's I think yeah that's the juice
1: of i this movie love works. when
0: i love when needle drops are the whole song yes. why would you play 30 seconds of needle I agree. drop give me the whole thing but that's
1: why this movie works brooke and i think that's why the expectations for love and thunder are so like all over the place And you people know? are
0: being like a little nasty about it on on the the internet well
1: i won't say that i like am not not excited but i am i think because i was so jazzed for this because of it like the trailer for this is like
0: is very kind good. of
1: impeccable, yeah. you know what I mean. And like, and
0: Sweet Child of Mine is it's like is it's a, a pretty good song, song but it doesn't like, really, it, yeah. It, yeah, like it's so like, good. I also, but here, here is the thing is that like, I think when we assign such large expectations to blockbuster after yes. blockbuster, you're just gonna be let down. And I think there is like a very similar attitude when you're completely writing off blockbusters like it's the same exact thing in that like it requires you to do a lot of like legwork before the film has actually been released. And, like, listen, if anyone can handle criticism online, it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they're fine. Like I'm not saying are you don't saying be that one person them.
1: critiquing them is going to take it down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, oh God, uh. but um, i i just I just don't understand why it's such i I think, like, it does speak to the impact of Thor Ragnarok and that like, it is such a, this big deal and this big event, but like, I don't know. Just watch the movie. If yeah. you like it, that's great. If you don't, that is fine. Like, I just, I think that uh, we think, have yeah. to stop giving, putting so much well, on these movies yes. before we've actually yes. seen them. I think what, yeah.
1: what you're saying is, is a thing i've been feeling a lot recently which is when people try to figure out what the whole movie is from trailers and like it's been you've been seeing it so much with the marvel in dc sorry marvel and star wars shows where one episode comes out and then people are theorizing so hard on what the whole season will be and making predictions and like ascribing all these things and what this character arc should be and all this stuff and you're like You're building yourself up so high with your expectations of what you want to have happen that no matter what happens, you will be disappointed. disappointed. So why don't you just like watch the episode, watch the thing, be like, I liked it. I didn't like it and move on I think versus like perseverating because if you're gonna fucking build something up so much in your
0: head you're gonna be disappointed and why do you want to be disappointed? That's not fun. And like that's why Ragnarok works so well is because it was before sort of like Taika's stint with like the Star Wars shows and stuff like that. It was like it was the beginning of his kind of like ultra like rise to power and it's because all that we knew was like it has a great like trailer and it looks like it's gonna be very fun. There was like it it really because Thor was such a character who could yeah. go anywhere like there really was a lot of freedom and I don't think the anticipation was like unnecessarily high like I was like oh I can't wait it looks like so much fun right and it just like totally and it was like fun. it
1: and it woke you up yes yeah, yeah it did it you I was the as inside, the kids yeah. say
0: awake yeah and I I'm very excited to see like what's next and I think particularly a lot of the groundwork Particularly in the the queer realm that was laid in Ragnarok has either now been canonized in other Marvel things or has been like promised that we're going to get it right now. We'll I'll be. See.
1: I'm yeah, again speaking of building expectations. I'll believe it when I see it. Mine are on the floor.
0: Yeah, it's like we know that if Loki comes back in Thor: Love and Thunder, which honestly I think there's a pretty good chance, probably, um, like he'll be coming back as a canonically like bi character. It, Tessa Thompson and Kevin Feige like publicly at Comic Con, promised that in this movie, Tessa Th- in Love and Thunder, Tessa Thompson is gonna get like a girlfriend, basically. As the I king of Asgard, believe she it needs to find her queen. When I see it. I agree with you. But that being said, like
1: I at don't least, even want to think about it.
0: At least if they fuck it up, we can be like, fuck you.
1: Right. But
0: again And not just feel like we're being collectively gaslit gaslit? as a society because the the bisexual as the canonically bisexual aspect of thor ragnarok was like left on the editing floor and that there was supposed to be in one scene a shot of like valkyrie exiting her room with another woman who was her lover all
1: the valkyries are clearly Gay and when there's the flashback with Valkyrie, there's like the one woman who, who like falls on falls for her, her basically. Yeah. And Tessa
0: Thompson is like in my head, like that is my lover. I mean, duh, like yeah. that's
1: obviously the read. If you read it any other way, how like what are you doing?
0: Yeah, get out of town, right. They're very good friends. Co workers, if you will. Mm, mm, yes. f- friends from Our work. Friends from work, yeah. <laughs> um, friends
1: with benefits from
0: work. Yes. And it's like, again, it, this was like everyone kind of knew that, like, Loki at this point had been, like, canonically bi in the comics, like, fucking forever. Yeah. Um, and I think that he's given a little fruitier than he usually gives oh, in this movie. Big time. There's a lot of, like, implied glances between him and the Grand Master. But again, it requires all this legwork to, yeah. like, read between the lines. So honestly, the fact that like even with all of that legwork this is the quote unquote gayest like Marvel movie by a fucking mile is awesome yeah. because most of it is just vibes it's
1: huge vibes yeah. everything on Sakaar is giving like we're all fucking here it's giving, here. Yeah. It's a giving. I, while we're here <laughs> why don't we just talk about Sakaar and all all the things because I think the Grandmaster is phenomenal it, I Bell think Bell that is Jeff is delivering <laughs> so the goods good. here it's, he is like leaning into obviously every Jeff Goldblumism Blue- Bloomism? Bloomism? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. But it works. I recently watched The Fly, and it's so interesting looking at his like hotness in the 80s and 90s and his hotness now. The Silver Fox. And like, it's like hotness. The Silver Fox is like a full force in this movie. Listen,
0: if there's anyone who understands the appeal of a Silver Fox, it's Taika Waititi. Absolutely. A Silver Fox. Famous enjoyer of Celebrity Threesome. <laughs> <laughs> True. That was the case. The Marvel Cinematic Universe has been. Rita Ora coming in. Anyway, no, I agree with you. Goldblum is great in this movie. The yeah. little, like, whatever he and Loki have going on is excellent.
1: I like him Him and what's her face. Um,
0: wow. Very respectful of
1: you. His, I, I don't, what's her character's name? Uh, help me out here. Bail me out.
0: No, I'm just going to let, uh, let you flail for a pl- moment. I'm going to
1: edit this thing to uh, nothing. <laughs> Here we um, go. So
0: Rachel House is, I think, who, there you're, it is. who you're referring yes. to. Okay, she plays wait. Topaz, who's like the 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 right hand woman to uh, to the Grandmaster.
1: So I love what they do with the Grandmaster with Rachel House. It's so funny. She is she's great. so good with the fucking death stick or whatever. Yes,
0: and frequent Taiko Waititi collaborator. Course, yes. This, I mean, like basically every like all the heavy hitters from Australia and New Zealand are in this movie because. Carl Urban. Yes, Carl Urban, Kate Blanchard. Jet, yeah. and like there's lots of like little like people like scattered caste, throughout yeah, yeah. Meek
1: um is obviously a classic. oh of
0: course well yeah. you know taika plays korg right, in like mocap um and apparently based uh the korg voice on his friend and frequent co-star reese darby aka Ooh, his lover and star our of our flag means, means death. death yes i love reese darby too so that's fine. yeah he's the best that's so cute i didn't know that that Flashback sequence Mm -hmm. with the Valkyries like trying to defeat Hela that looks like absolutely stunning. Should
1: have been the whole movie. Yes,
0: was uh, constructed by ILM and was put together with like new technology from this guy named Stu Rutherford, aka the one human co-star from What We Do in the Shadows, who is named Stu in that as well. Um, Very Very cool, very like Taika like loves to kind of like pull from that same like group of collaborators like for um set construction and like production design and whatever why uh taika was like hiring a lot of like indigenous and aboriginal like australian and new zealand workers and kind of like for like a bunch of various departments and really i think like as we said before has always really tried to like uplift right that um in all of his work like both textually and like behind the scenes it's just cool as hell and it's what makes the movies feel unique and like him. original. Yes. Yeah.
1: No, <laughs> yeah. I agree.
0: Yeah. It works the best. It's the best. Um, I really love how this movie looks there. I truly don't understand. And I don't feel like it was ever really revealed what happened with the scenes that take place in like that field.
1: Cause that's the roughest I would say.
0: And it's because there's a completely different, background yeah. initially it was supposed to take place in like some New York alley right or something with like yeah. a bunch of graffiti i have no idea what happened do right. you
1: no i have no okay. idea but I all i know truly i no there it's online i'm sure you can find it i forgot to look it up again i always forget but every time it happens i'm like Ugh. yeah but cuz the rest of it looks like a saker stuff it's nice when you're there and the i think it's looks the very best when you're like out tangible. and about because they actually built some of the stuff and they you built can a ton of see stuff. that they actually built the stuff which is important because i think like there's a big difference between seeing the stuff it's like you can very clearly tell what's real and what's not and it's really nice when you can actually feel the tangibility of something versus like it could look pretty VFX-wise, but it's so much better when something's, like, real.
0: Yes. I think my favorite version of the VFX are things like the Valkyrie flashback sequence, and right. I really, like, well, kind it, of, like... it looks like a comic book It panel. looks so sick. Yeah. I also love the beginning when Thor is, like, being chased by the dragon, and, like, his hammer is, like, pulling him along, because... Not, like, when they're down yeah. in the bottom, but, like, oh, that... Oh, oh, that oh, the like, dragon up top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, really, yeah. like, red uh, yes, sequence yes, 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 yes. Because, and I notice this a lot with Our Flag Means Death, and Taika Waititi obviously, like, knows a lot about this kind of, like, LM adjacent stuff which is what they used on our flag and like sort of creating these like painterly looking mm. backgrounds i think that the that sort of like very red sequence and like some of the aspects of asgard obviously the kind of like renaissance painting shot of him of thor like descending with all right. the lightning feel like the taika effects because a lot of our flag means death has this kind of like hazy like Mm. renaissancey like painterly look to it with the light and the shadow and the setting and everything like that so that's when i think it works best when it sort of feels like the classic marvel rush job yeah that is when it feels the worst and given that there was like a lot of changes of entire backgrounds i think it might be like a marvel at large issue do you remember with uh the end of endgame was supposed to be in this like forest no oh that my they God, like really? built a lot of like partial sets for and they totally huh. erased and they made it like the... everything in post which is why that like purpley end like the kind of looks sorta, like yeah. shit if you look at it like it's so like nothing so much
1: of it is just because they want to push like plot and reshoots and story forward versus like giving enough time right i feel like basically that's what happens now when you have so many shows and so many movies that are all requiring heavy amounts of vfx and you have only a limited amount of vfx houses everyone's going to be rushed and everyone's going to be stressed and nothing will ever look as good as it possibly can, because you're on a rush job. It's the rush
0: job, yeah. yeah. It's very frustrating. And like when you when you actually take the time to innovate new types of things, like the Valkyrie flashback sequence, right, like it, it looks cool yeah. as hell. I will we'll reserve our Love and Thunder thoughts. Yeah, for we'll get, for our Love and Thunder app. Yes. Oh, coming to you in two weeks. Yes. Spoiler. We'll tell you again at the end of the episode.
1: The spoil of Hulk in the trailer is obviously it works in the trailer so well. It works in the movie so well. I think that the hit would have been nicer if you didn't know from the trailer. Like, all of a sudden, the Hulk shows up, and you're like... I would have that been rules. blown away. Yeah.
0: I think that, like, as a film outside of marketing, like, the, the kind of, like, reveal is constructed very well. So oh, I think God, that yeah. if... I don't know. If you're going into this totally blind, it does feel like it works. It plays more like an actual reveal as opposed to, like, an reveal with an applause break a or
1: cameo, something that's, like that. Yes. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, it's not cloying and also the Hulk plays a part into it that's like he's around for the whole movie. It's yes. not just a cameo yeah. for cameo's sake. So it's a cameo for plot.
0: I understand why they didn't include right. that uh, or why they included they it did. in the marketing. I will just say Mark Ruffalo and Chris Hemsworth have They're so good such together. good
1: chemistry. Both as Hulk this... and also as Bruce Banner. Like,
0: I, I, this movie makes me laugh so much. Every time it's a different line. This time I remember like for a while the line that would just like really get me going was the Um, and then he turned into a snake and he was like, ah, it's me. And then he stabbed me. We were eight at the time. It, it's it, good. Incredible. But this time it was the line when uh Hulk transforms back into Banner and they're in the Quinjet and he's like Thor, what are we doing? What happened to your hair? And Thor's like oh, some creepy old man cut it off. It's, Great. It's... And Hulk's good. like, "Oh, no, it looks good."
1: They're it's, good together. It's really funny. Well, Mark Ruffalo, um, I don't know if you know, this Mark Ruffalo is a very good actor and is it's, very funny. He's very
0: funny. Yes. Um, like I... I love
1: all the Hulk stuff, obviously like Hulk like raging fire yeah. uh, Thor like simmering yeah. flame. Or you
0: bad friend I big lo- monster
1: i love the big thor monster. line where he's like i love women sometimes a little too much oh they're <laughs> not a- in, a, and he's like, in a
0: creepy way right, just this, like
1: thumbs up that he gives
0: so <laughs> i wanted good. to be a valkyrie but before i found out that they were all women not right. that there's anything wrong with that of course i love women. <laughs> um
1: sometimes a little too much
0: i love the cory line where it's like oh my god the hammer pulled you off Seems oh. like you and this hammer had a very special and intimate relationship, and losing it was akin to losing a lover. <laughs>
1: yes, or when they're talking about like flying with it, it's like more well, like you're being dragged by the hammer, not really flying right. or whatever.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. I love kind of like the the back and forth between Banner and Valkyrie. They're like, I feel like I, think I know, I know you. you. I feel I like think I know you too. too. Um, I love everything with Valkyrie of course I think that she's best when she's kind of in like badass mode and I mean accent work aside the line delivery of this stupid dog won't die is one of her My accent, favorites.
1: it's gone, I think, after this movie, right? No, she's still she British. She keeps it? Oh, boy. <laughs>
0: she's from Asgard. They're all British. I know. I, just I, don't think her accent is, I don't think her accent is that bad, but I might just be blinded I by think you might be a little the blind. arm muscles. Because uh,
1: <laughs> I'm usually blind by accents, <laughs> but I picked up on it. So if I am like reading an accent bad, that means something. Yeah. It's me doing extra I work. don't.
0: I don't mind. Okay. It doesn't really matter. You know, it doesn't me. fucking even
1: matter. Anyways, it's yes. all. It's a comic for children. So, but
0: I. I think that. I think that. Like, there's so many line readings in this. The script itself obviously has a lot of these like lines in it. I would say they don't read as funny as they're delivered. And right. I think well, it, it's all about talent. It's all about yeah. talent. And I think that the Taika. Foundations Taika... are still there. Mm-hmm. You can rebuild. <laughs> and now those foundations are gone. They're gone. They're gone. Sorry. Um. I think that even though Taika. YTD is not credited on the, the screenplay. You can really oh, boy, feel, can you feel it? his influence for sure. Yeah. I think like even the the very first scene where Thor is like going around and around on the chain, he keeps having oh, to be wait. like, wait, oh. yeah. that to me feels a little forced and it feels a little bit like, okay, Thor's funny now, well, guys. Get ready. I
1: think that's why they're doing it. It's yeah. I think they have to set it and be like, guys, this is going to be the Thor. He's going to be funny. He's winking. He's like, tells. he's like, telling the skeleton but he's basically telling the audience like right. this is a new mate yeah. so get ready for that
0: yeah. yeah exactly but that that scene feels like a little like but i think that it really starts singing once he and loki are like back together again yeah um how Matt would i know damon
1: jump scare is the best the best it's so good sam neill jump scare obviously as well but like it adds to my co- my Infinity Stone collection of Matt Damon showing yes. up in movies for 12 minutes. Oh, he the or man less
0: loves a cameo. Him and he, like anytime
1: Soderbergh's making a movie, he's like, hmm, can I get Matt in for five minutes? Hmm, let, let me see. Let me
0: just text Matt, see if he's around this weekend. But like, I kind of love that he just <laughs> throws great.
1: his like weight to be a character actor sometimes. It's it great. Rules. And
0: I feel like it doesn't, you know, it doesn't decrease the movie star cachet no, or absolutely anything. Absolutely not. Like that. He, like,
1: it like for this movie, it like bolsters
0: it. You're oh, like, it's so good. You're like, is that matt david well, it's because it's like
1: it's it's sort of the thing when tom cruise shows up in austin powers where you're like he is right. like such a star not like above this but like he's so beyond what it is you know what i mean like he's a movie star movie star so tom cruise he's like this is a fun bit. Like I'll do it for the guys. And I feel like Matt Damon
0: is the same thing. You're like, Matt Damon is like a real deal. Like Like, a list. He he doesn't need
1: to like do this, but he likes these guys. So who just show up and do it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think like there, there's a very, there's very few, I think like a list actor cameos where it feels like they're serving the story and not having the story grind to a halt and serve them. Maybe controversial, but Brad Pitt and Deadpool too. I think is a quite excellent I cameo. He's like invisible, right? Yeah, he's yeah, in yeah, it for invisible for like yeah. two seconds. Yeah. But it's 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 maybe the best bit in that yeah. whole movie. Well, Brad Pitt funny, yeah. But Brad Pitt funny, yes. The best. His his like he gets
1: killed off, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: he he flies into a power line and he's visible, <laughs> electrocuted. Reminds <laughs> me of him getting killed funny. off in the Lost City, which say, was so good.
1: He is so good in the Lost City. He's
0: so good. Why are you so handsome?
1: My father, My father was a, a weatherman.
0: <laughs> Why is that line so funny? It's
1: funny. It's, it's a Because go- well, you're also looking at him and you're like, you're so hot. And it's because so he's handsome? kind of like ruggish in that movie too. Yes. You know? Yes.
0: Yeah. Kind of Chris
1: Hemsworthy in that yeah. movie. Yeah.
0: I mean, also like this, I don't know. I think this film like serves that kind of like cool, like kind of like 70s, 80s, like i don't know where just like you going? vibe. Sure. i don't know there's a specific vibe to this that i think really serves chris hemsworth who's like yeah. a hangout surfer bro and i think that this is like a little bit of like a hangout surfer very bro much movie. So. very sun's out guns out oh movie
1: shirtless Every, everybody is, is in
0: tank tops devil's
1: anus is out we're all hulk's here hulk's
0: ass is out well, you see hulk's butt Yep. definitely hemsworth sees hulk's dick yep that's that's naked it's in my brain now um also the whole the sun's going down it's getting real low runner to me is hilarious as the
1: a not serious i was gonna
0: say as the world's number one avengers age of ultron hater i love to see jokes critiquing avengers age of ultron and how stupid (laughs) That whole bullshit was... I think they started to realize that Thor was funny in that movie though because
1: there's the whole thing with the hammer where like everyone's trying to lift it. Right. And there's that one beat where Captain like moves in and
0: Thor's face is like, huh? like just drops. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth has always been very good about like playing up, I think, like the persona of the character and like playing like a little bit of a blowhard. Yeah. Obviously, in Thor. And so I think that like this is good because he does have that same sense of like, that's what heroes do. Da 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 da. Right. I am a hero, but he is also like a little bit of a dumbass. And I I love kind of like the The sensitive moments that he has, particularly with Loki, this is like a very good Thor and Loki movie when he's like, "What? You died? I warned you!" And Hiddleston's like, "I'm, I'm honored." (laughs) Uh, But. He's it so works. Good. It yeah. works for me. Um, it basically everything works for me. I'm sorry if people were looking for us to come to this episode with kind of like unpacking Guns the intricacies, out, ready to take
1: down Marvel. What this
0: movie actually means, I, you're not really going to get it. I just really like this. Um, I think
1: it's a cel- you know this movie is very much a celebration movie. Yeah, we're celebrating getting here. Um,
0: the orgy ship is a celebration ship. Love that. Okay, don't touch anything. Use uh, one of your. Seven PhDs. None of them are for flying alien spaceships.
1: The strongest Avenger thing, but then also that Point Break works, point break. which is also funny a little because gay. A little gay. Okay. I love that. Did you? Rec- where did you watch this?
0: I watched this at the AMC. Little's no. Wait, what? <laughs>
1: this for? This oh, week, where did this I time. rank yeah. this? No.
0: What did you say? When
1: did you like? When you watched this for today? Yes. Where did you watch it? Like a squ- at- like on what? Like oh. what method? Like a DVD. <laughs> Disney Plus. Disney You're plus. really struggling here. <laughs>
0: you were not saying the question. I said, Where clearly. did you
1: watch this? What
0: is it? On my couch. I yeah. watched it. The service so, with oh, which Disney I plus. used was Disney Plus.
1: Okay. How many? A- I feel like the aspects ratio changes. I noticed it so much this time. Because there's IMAX. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, it's like, kind of relentless. We got to maybe simmer here a little bit. I'm
0: really bad about noticing when aspect ratios change. Interesting. Okay. I just don't that's, notice. Let's change brains
1: please. <laughs> it drives me like I, I mean, love I it I when do. you're in a theater with the when you're getting the IMAX it works so well. Right. But then sometimes after the transcribing it just feels I'm just like, very uh, uh, I'm just uh, very uh.
0: engrossed I feel like in the movie so I don't well, I mean, notice. I don't know. I guess I I think maybe that's the thing is like getting engrossed but then shot composition
1: changes, like throws me off. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'm always like, I never catch it when it happens. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, I think this is in IMAX now. And then like 20 minutes later, I'll be like, oh, I guess it's back to regular. Mm. I mean, listen, I do love a dynamic aspect ratio change. This movie does not have any of that. Nothing better when like the... Okay. So, I mean... The one that people love to talk about is Hunger Games Catching Fire when it goes from. Okay, I'm sorry, wait, that
1: is not one what people love to talk about. This is people in Brooke's side of the internet love I mean, to talk about. I mean, but do about, you actually know that? No. When, okay, no oh, so, wait, it's, it's when she comes up. When right. she goes yeah. up into the arena, yeah. it
0: goes from like, right, I don't know, standard. Widescreen to, to IMAX? To IMAX, yeah. yeah it's that's good. Really good. What's the one that you were thinking of? There was one that there's I also, literally just saw recently. There's a Xavier. Which Xavier Dolan movie is it? When he like pushes apart the the like aspect ratio oh, basically, and it goes yeah. from like four three to, to widescreen. Wide. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean
1: it's fun. I like when people play with aspect ratios yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. just because I saw it, you're gonna lose your shit. Oh, or am Brooke, I? Brooke calling her future shop. Brooke lost her shit during the to- uh, Top Gun Maverick IMAX sequences. Oh, okay. Because that is how you're supposed to. But it was like almost like watching Dune too, because I feel like Dune. Yeah. Used IMAX
0: so well yeah. that it just felt so engrossing, I think you the, know. The Batman The Bat oh my god. Yeah. <sighs> So good. Oof. um, Very, very good. There's lots of like good... This is a movie of good, very small moments. Bits. I think yeah. my favorite actual action sequence is the the planes flying when they're trying to get to uh, the devil's anus on their way out of Sakaar. Really? I really like it. It's like big Valkyrie doing her thing. I like when they're jumping in between the planes. I like when they like jump up and down and yeah. I don't know, the, like the fireworks go off. It's fun.
1: I think that my favorite is probably the Thor Hulk
0: Battle. The, the battle. It's, yeah. it's good.
1: It's I think good. the funniest thing. That's
0: how it feels.
1: I like in the ending, one of my favorite things is when Bruce Banner, Mark Ruffalo, he thinks that he can turn back into the Hulk when he jumps down and his body just bloops <sighs> against the rainbow bridge. Yep. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Good very bit funny. 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this movie also like very much had a strong online Response, yeah. of course. Um, my favorite little like Tumblr tidbit oh for boy. you as. Tumblr's Brooks, Tumblr tidbit top corner historian, um, is that you know the girls that ask Thor for a selfie and they're yeah. like the cute little selfie of him like doing the peace sign behind them. It is uh, now widely considered head canon that they're girlfriends and that it's like a Thor loves oh the God. lesbians. Type I love thing. the read that so, Thor's like a le- also the way go. he
1: dresses when he does go to Earth is very like kind of butchy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he has like kind of long hair. He's in like he's some in his, jacket, his flannels, boots. You yes, know?
0: Um, and I love. That, like, in this one, Loki's just in a full black suit, and it's like, How should suit, I know where he hair is? Hair greased back. I'm not a witch. No, then why do you dress like one? I also good love uh, Mjolnir as an umbrella, is very funny to me.
1: I like all the whole Doctor Strange where he's like fumbling and it like it right. destroys everything. And when he falls down the stairs, yes,
0: good bit. The
1: beer, always I have been falling
0: for 30 minutes. Sure. Also, a good bit. It's the best. Listen, yeah. what it's are we the, gonna do?
1: It's a good Marvel movie. This it is, is, I think, this is this like, this
0: is my favorite.
1: When you go to a Marvel film, I feel like this is kind of what I want, where it's like, it's fun, it's poppy, it's giving you what you want. There's clearly an artist behind it, and it's not, like, so self-serious that, you know what I mean? Like, this is, I don't know, It doesn't. Like, this is what I want out of a comic book movie, because yeah. it feels like you're reading a comic.
0: It doesn't feel like it needs to necessarily serve, like, the greater storyline too it does in like certain ways like you obviously get how it fits in but i think like it is like a little bit of an odd duck even though it's like very popular so not really but um yeah it's it's it no marvel movie looks quite the same i think like it is a really specific type of humor that i really love um and this isn't to say that i i dislike the the self-serious marvel movies but i think if you're going to pitch yourself as like, we are the ultimate for everyone movie. No stakes matter. We just reset the timeline every time. Everything is about like the brand and how it makes you feel. Then like, this is the best example of the form yeah, to me.
1: No, it is. I have, like, no notes. I thought I was going to have notes on this one. And it's fun to, like, not. You know, it's, like, it was enjoyable to go back to it and still have, like, the same enjoyable experience that I had had the first time and second time. I, like, I rewatched it because I showed my sister and she was like, oh, this is delightful. And I was like, of course it's delightful, my dear.
0: Oh, you said it just like that. I said it just (laughs) like
1: that. Uh, I was just looking at the Doug's deadline in this because I was looking for other lines. Another day,
0: another Doug. I mean, like, I feel... So we talked about a couple of people's careers, but maybe should we just, like... Because I do think that this was like an interesting fulcrum point for like most of the people that were in this. Agreed. I specifically well, yeah, would like to talk to about to? Tessa, of course. Interesting. And yeah. Tom Hiddleston. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Who do you? Who do you? Well,
1: I was going to say it's interesting for Tyka. I'm curious to see how his next after thor whatever it doesn't matter how thor plays my most thing is the next goal wins i am so curious to see yeah how that movie is yeah because obviously jojo was received how it was thor will be it's a marvel movie so it kind of has whatever feelings it will have i feel like next goal will kind of be indicative of like his future small film because it's small it's even super, though but it's supposed it's to be small
0: and Michael Fassbender right exactly
1: yeah. so we'll see what it's like but Tessa you want to say it's a fulcrum for her she becomes obviously a big star yes yes Even though she was a star before but yeah yeah
0: and I think that like I don't know uh just to you know keep it on the taiga train for a minute like like we said sort of like him as a combination like director producer is really interesting to me because like and also the fact that he is an actor like something like our flag means yeah. death where he directed episodes that he is not in he's like a producer. The show, but that's more about like him basically like throwing his weight behind it, it sold, yeah. and taking sort of like really championing for it, like online, but then also starring in it, right? Um, no, that's cool, is really cool. And I would love to see him do more stuff like that where it feels kind of like this combination of his strengths and that he's using them to sort of like sell something but also like uplift like the creators that he's interested in, um, you know. I've, I've talked about Our Flag Means Death before, but I really do think that, like, that show is revolutionary in a lot of ways. And, like, it, to me, is just the best use of, like, Taika's strengths because it's very diverse from a lot of different perspectives. There's, like, a lot of, like, racial and ethnic diversity. There's gender diversity. There's sexuality. Like, and it's so, like ingrained in what the actual thematics of the show are and on top of that it is this kind of like big commercial like sensibility type thing like it was mostly shot with ILM it like looks very expensive I don't know I just I really like that show
1: You do? I've never heard I, you talk about I it I really before. do
0: um and the more I think about it, the more I like it for all the mm. stuff that it's doing. Um I, I will
1: watch. I promise I will watch it's it. It's
0: very good. I really think you'll like it. Yep. Um it like warms my heart. And so I'm happy it makes your heart warm. I would I would be excited to see him um do more like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got on Tyga. What, but What <laughs> was your Tessa,
1: What what did you okay. want to say about
0: Tessa? Tessa. Tessa, Tessa. I feel like she. This movie completely like exploded her. Mm -hmm. Like she was in between 2017 and 2019. She was in like ten movies, if not more. Like she just and most of them are good. But before before Thor Ragnarok, so she has Dear White People back in 2014. Um, uh, So like for Colored Girls is like probably like her. Kind of like breakout, but dear yeah. white people, like sort of. I think you, this is like the launch points. Right, dear white people. She's in Selma, which kind of like didn't really leave that much of an impact. And then she's like incredible in Creed in twenty fifteen. Right. I think like Creed is, I'm sure, what gets her Thor Ragnarok. But then after that, it's just like bang, Sorry bang, to bang. You Sorry.
1: Annihilation, mm-hmm. Little Woods, which
0: is so good. Um, she's incredible in Dirty Computer, which is the Janelle Monet. Sure. album. Yeah. The the power couple th- that they hot. were. I mean, it's, tra- it's Jesus. transcendent. Yeah. No, it's, it's kind of transcendent. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, I have to see Creed 2. I
1: have still not seen Creed 2.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, like she's sort of tied up in like Endgame Land, Men in Black International. Well, as in It's
1: like you're looking at it, but though it's like Lady and the Tramp, Sylvie's Love, you saw, no one saw, though.
0: Okay. So I saw it, and it's like, it's a very good, like romantic. It's like an adult Film no, yes. For adults. I know, but no one saw it. I know, but that's because Amazon right. butchered the release. But and like then, it, it sold for a lot of money and she like now she's doing the same thing where she's like, I produce this shit like Right.
1: She's producer actor, yeah. sorta. She's I mean she's incredible amazing in, in passing. <laughs> yeah. yes. I mean she's like she is like my takeaway. Like, if Ruth Naga is obviously, like, I would have given it also to Tessa. I think Tessa is so fucking amazing yeah, in that movie.
0: She's so good. She's so good. And, like, on the TV side, she's well, been she's, killing it, too. And she's kind Westworld. of in Westworld land now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's, uh, I feel like, so obviously, like, everyone wants her for everything. And a huge chunk of her schedule is, like, eaten Westworld. up by Westworld. So yeah. I'll be interested to see, like, when that ends. I mean, she took up next. kind of,
1: like, honestly, at the end of season three of Westworld, she's kind of, like, the biggest thing in it. And she's, like, the main villain now. She's kind of Dolores, I will say, but also she is in a queer relationship, right? Through all of season three, yeah. Which rules with
0: Evan Rachel Wood, yes. So like that's great because it's like they're both queer both actresses by bi- actresses, like yeah. in a queer relationship, which yeah. is super cool and rare. We love that. Is it no, like it good?
1: I mean, they're in a, it's a it's a very toxic relationship. Scene oh as, no, but
0: like you know, I love that.
1: But like it's yeah, I think, you feel yeah. like it's like
0: well fleshed.
1: out. Yeah, it's yeah. not like hashtag problematic or anything <laughs> like, I'm not canceling it
0: <laughs> I just mean like is it like does it it has like no it depth has like thematic and weight breadth to, it. Yes. to it okay yes. cool yeah. Ooh, I think you would like might have to get back into Westworld part of it. Yeah, I know. you might like
1: fast forward through all the and stuff, stuff but then you pause yeah. and play exactly Yeah.
0: that's kind of how I felt with season 2 where I was like about 50% of this is really working for me and like the other 50% is just landing with a thud um, that's Westworld for you baby <laughs> I really I want to see her do more things like in a pre- Producerial role. She like has her own production company. Um, and, like, you know, obviously we have, like, a little more insight on the development front, but, like, right. I know that there, she's, like, very, very active, attach, but, but yeah. very active as yeah. a producer. Like, I think that, like, I don't know, there's been, uh, I think that, like, with the rise of things like Freckle Films mm. and Hello, Sunshine. Denver and Delilah. Exactly. Sort of, like, these these big name actresses who can sell a project on their own have really, I think, like, taken agency and been, yeah. like... If you're using my name to sell a project, I have to make sure that Producing, this is a yeah. project that I care about behind the Which scenes. Rules. It rocks. And I think like you now have people like creating much more like complex roles for actresses because yeah. like it really it's so like, oh my God. But I feel like for the first time people are actually realizing that these women like have a point of view. Shocking. And yes. actually, no, you're, you're, well, yeah, have like talent what? from a producerial yeah. standpoint. I think we're talking,
1: we talked so much about this. I think with like Charlize and blonde, I was literally going to say blonde ambition, atomic, atomic blonde. blonde, yes. Um, and I feel like that is so much from her and so much of her championing it. And she's yeah. become such. So, I feel like she's like her and Margot with like Lucky Chap and everything like that. So yes, I I'm curious to see what she produces. I think honestly, my fascination as always with this thing, is like once Westworld ends, I think that's where I'll be curious to watch her career go. And like, is she going to go back to Indies? Because she does, she did passing and passing is sort of an Indie. Yo, it totally is.
0: It's Indie adjacent. It's it's pretty, it's pretty Um, Indie adjacent. I think that, yes, I totally agree. And like, if she's able to kind of, she's like probably one of the most like A-list actresses who's actually queer or like out about it. And so if she can kind of leverage some of that power like basically i think that if we see her on screen w- with the kind of like the significant queer storyline in thor love and thunder like it'd be really cool i think at least it's gonna feel like a little tiny bit revolutionary to me i don't know about
1: revolutionary that's well, that's that's, what's, a, that's what's a, lot. a
0: different give me a better word
1: uh like progressive Ugh. for but like ultimate it's not like changing the world but no, like f- I think it's a progressive for the mcu the
0: reason that we have steered away from the mcu for so long is that every time they're like this film has a queer element to it we go see the film and then it feels it's like, like a, it feels like we are going to talk about the queerness for about 30 seconds minutes. because yeah. there's nothing to say right. and then move past it and i think Thor Ragnarok, even though you can you can say that like it's less textually queer like technically than something like Eternals, um, it has
1: a, a, a vibe. The
0: vibe is so much queerer, Richer, and yeah. like there are so many more little moments that feels like it kind of like builds to yeah a whole yeah, uh, and also you know if you want to look at kind of like how queer potentially queer films are like embraced by their audience like thor ragnarok has so much more of a following than something like right, eternals right. i think that like people obviously love loki and tom hiddleston in particular and like loki saying four words in loki the tv <laughs> show loki show a bit of both like everyone was so excited Did about he actually, that yeah
1: he didn't actually say bye right
0: dude no Okay. Nobody ever says it, and you know what? I don't really care I mean I kinda care i maybe i care i kinda care maybe i, I care, care.
1: <laughs> let's care why why
0: say you I don't just, care on I, a movie- <laughs>
1: On this movie, Brooke, the movie that made you come out, why would you say you don't care? I
0: do care. I do care about literally saying the word bi or bisexual, but I understand, like, what they probably don't use the term bisexual in Asgardian lore. I get it. I don't know, but it just, for me, for me, for me, I think that, like, it was uh, the whole Loki coming out as bi thing. Not that it didn't, I didn't feel anticlimactic because I didn't know to expect it, but it did feel like everyone was like, Ta da! And I was like,
1: Oh, what? Okay? I, like I wish honestly what it should have been is maybe hmm, instead of it being classic blonde, hot woman Loki who is generic blonde, what if it was a guy and then the love story turned out to be between the two men? Quick two Loki variants. There you go.
0: Yeah, I mean it's like, you know, this is this is this is the bitch with bisexuality, right? Is that it's like it's either straight and proven right. gay or gay and proven yeah. straight.
1: But, in the MCU specifically. It's like, or at yeah. least, like, just, I don't know, you know?
0: I mean, it, it is a buy for buy heterosexual not heterosexual a buy for buy straight presenting relationship right. when it's you and yourself so like I respect that from a lot of different it's just mastering ways. for himself I do love a buy for buy straight presenting relationship uh, I think my sort of frustration over that relationship is that it didn't really feel buy for buy no. and obviously it, can it felt, feel like a lot of different uh, things but certainly
1: a certain type of way certain
0: type of way I don't know just like is it really that hard Like, is it really that? Say
1: bye? Yeah. Yeah. We just did, but it is hard for others. It is
0: hard for other people. I do think that, like, I don't know. We're seeing uh, Multiverse of Madness was banned in, like, some countries. Same for Eternals. And, like, Marvel has, like, maybe, possibly gotten to the point where they're just letting films be banned as opposed to cutting cutting the content, which is better than before.
1: But also... The content that's ever cut, it's always like thirty seconds. So ultimately,
0: like I don't know. But if if we're getting sort of if what's happening is that like international territories that disagree with queerness queerness, on screen are banning movies in advance of the film even being released and not considering an edited version, that is in theory i guess better grounds, sure but also grounds for marvel to start including that more right. intrinsically because you're not going to be able to cut it out regardless yeah. so i'd be that's curious something. to see like
1: with america and stuff like that going america chavez forward, if it's like
0: yeah by queer, the way queer. i don't know you probably know more about her in the comics than i do but like so she has a little rainbow pin throughout all of Multivers- no, she, she is, is yeah so it's a yeah. whole queer family yeah Fucking amazing Yeah Love it Yeah I You
1: couldn't tell from her Like very She was like Look how gay I am I
0: don't know I'm just I just wanted to it check was like a classic I've Teen
1: been, thing You know like- I've
0: been burned So many times True and, like, there were so many, oh, we didn't state it, but it was implied. But it was there. That has, yeah. It's just driven me up the fucking wall so many times. I mean, it's, like, for all the praise that we're giving Thor Ragnarok, it, is, it still happens no in this says, movie yeah. where it was, like, we were supposed to have a canon bisexual moment that was probably going to be fucking nothing, and right. then even that gets, gets cut. cut. Yeah. And, like, we just have to rely on Tessa Thompson being, like, my character was supposed to be bi, and she's going to be bi in the next one. And it's, right. like, okay, but, like... But like, is see it? it. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've been constantly like gaslit by the Disney Corporation for years on end. And it's like, this is <laughs> not... Is
1: storming the Disney lot in Burbank. Listen,
0: this, you can look to, there is 99 other, 99 million other like queer pieces of cinema. Be 99 you can queer look at.
1: pieces of cinema in a room.
0: And, but one Marvel movie is all you need. But the thing is that like us starting this podcast, I feel like doing a Marvel movie as our 100th episode is significant because of like what we've kind of like looked back Arcs. on and why we started this podcast in the first place. Agreed. It, to be clear, it wasn't to investigate queerness in the MCU, but it was It, wasn't? it was to discuss specifically queerness obviously queerness on a blockbuster scale. If you want to, you can get all the queer representation that you need and more and we will continue to get it in the indie sphere.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: However, like I think it's that... About-
1: Movies opening on a thousand plus screens.
0: It's about the blockbusters. Yeah, it's about. The, it's, are you saying the, queer the, f- quadrant. the four
1: quadrant films, baby?
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, it, like seriously. So I think that like this is like the franchise, like the franchise. Yeah. This. And I would argue, like the greater DC EU and Star Wars. I think are we, like,
1: well, we got gay in Disney or DC with like Batwoman Birds and stuff and Birds of, of Prey. Prey. Like they've been more explicit with the DC yeah. stuff just because I think it's like less not, not to say because they fumbled the bag, but just because it's so disco. Like so it's
0: not coherent. High key because right. they fumbled the multi. Right the the the, 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 the cinematic. With the Marvel copy. Yes. Yeah, because yes. of
1: that, it allowed queer like queerness to permeate throughout more yeah. and to be more explicit. Yeah. Obviously, like with the shows as well, like DC shows... The DC shows have... had have... gay characters for, you know, yeah. all the time. Ago. Yeah. I mean, Harley Quinn, Harley obviously, Quinn. all this stuff. But yeah. I'm curious to see sort of going forward what it will look like. I think also Star Wars, I'm like waiting because I feel like it should happen.
0: I know, but like, I mean, Rise of Skywalker...
1: In the background, bullshit. yes.
0: Like, I just... I think that we do keep hitting this wall.
1: Yes. And but like, we, there will be a day Brooke. until
0: we don't hit this particular sector of the wall anymore. We're going to keep talking about it. It doesn't yeah. mean that that is like the end all be all. That's not the only thing that we're like trying that matters. to no. build to, but I do think but it, it is a big wall. It's still an issue that we come up against like yeah. over and over and over like Just again. one
1: character. That's all you got to do.
0: And I mean, it's like, sure. We can say that like, Eternals. I think we can like check that box in a particular way, but like again, but it, n- not to nitpick.
1: However, but I would like to. <laughs> I could nitpick. We can let's let's just we'll do an episode. Okay, point. but like,
0: do you really want to do an episode on Eternals? Not that I necessarily I hate that movie, but like, it's just so, it's just such half of that representation. Half of the gay couple is not in the film. No, like except for one scene. Yes. Like it's like they sidelined them from a gay way, and then they also sidelined them like in the in actual story. story.
1: I, I just feel bad for Kamel in that movie because my man got so ripped, and we don't see him shirtless once.
0: You only see him like with no tank. sleeves. Yeah. yeah.
1: Same with Obi Wan. I'm like, my guy got so fit, and no one has cast him shirtless yet. I
0: know. Um. Yeah. I mean, hey, at least Tyka shows off everything. Oh, boy, I mean, does he? The Chris Hemsworth shirtless scene is like actually insane. It's, I hope. I hope he's okay. His
1: arms. His arms are crazy.
0: are. Is that poss- Humanly possible? Or? It is. With
1: human ghost horns.
0: but yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, some people really are just like... Big. Made but his that arms way, are like... His arms are crazy. They, his arms are two arms in one. He's, he's certainly had enough practice getting buff yeah. for these movies, but every movie he's just like so much buffer. I'm
1: excited to see buff Thor 2, or sorry, depressed Thor 2, not Thor. depressed Thor. Yeah. I'm also curious to see how they handle that depression.
0: I think because he's sort of out of his depression at the end of Endgame. True. That's the thing is that it's like Berserker Thor was cool, but we always knew that they were never going to let that Stay. sit, which is why it was weird to kind of like give him like the to do with the fat suit in the first place because yeah. it was like we know this isn't going to stick, so this does kind of feel like yeah
1: a bit a gross bit yeah but
0: you know that all lies with the Russos that's true so but you
1: want know I am excited for Russell Crowe.
0: I'm very excited for Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, and this seems
1: like he's going Anthony Hopkins mode, so I'm very excited. NAR,
0: no acting required. King
1: shit. Accent shit is what he's doing. I'm
0: very excited. Thor Love and Thunder, we will report back in a couple of weeks uh, with our thoughts. I would like to give one last shout out to Carl Urban, who
1: I think Carl Urban is an actor who has deserved so much for so long and has never really got it until the boys. I was going
0: to say he is straight up incredible in the boys. Well, I
1: mean, he's always kind of been incredible, but like all he has the same thing that Idris Elba has and Idris Elba has broken out of it. I would say far more so than...
0: Carl Urban's a little more con- unconventional, though. He's a little weirder. Yeah, but,
1: like, you look at, like, obviously the Lord of the Rings and everything, but, like, Doom, Star Trek, he's, like, phenomenal as McCoy. He's yeah. such a good McCoy.
0: He's very good-looking, but I like when he is, like, a bit of a scoundrel. I agree. Uh, which like, is why he's good in this.
1: Dread was, like, the big oh, him yeah. vehicle, and, like, the thing, with the whole bit with Dread is, like, you're behind a mask the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And it's, like, the... Uh, better adaptation than the Stallone but no one remembers it because everyone's like oh it's who's, who fucking cares it's a guy behind a mask
0: yeah so, uh, he's great in the boys though I highly recommend the boys that show is so good yeah if you want kind of similar Violets. if you want if you want a piece of media that's critiquing the state of filmmaking but is also like very commercial filmmaking which is my favorite yeah. style yes, of is. filmmaking is like I like when you work within the box that is constraining you I just personally I don't know that gives me hope because I'm like oh we don't have to like dismantle the system which will never happen in my lifetime I can just you know work the within the system in. chip away you know I tr- listen I try to remain optimistic and realistic at the yeah, same time. I think that's smart. All that being said, I think that The Boys is very good. You should give it a watch. I would like to have you watch one thing as well, though. Oh, okay. You know what else
1: Carl Urban's in? What? Peach Dragon. Oh! Peach Dragon coming back, baby!
0: Oh, holy shit.
1: Ooh! It's holy shit! That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. That's literally
0: like a year and a half yeah. in the, the making. The can. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been planning that? <laughs>
1: I don't even know. <laughs> these are my these are my M sixteen guns.
0: Dis <laughs> and Troy. Uh Texas. but
1: if you haven't listened to the pod from the beginning, know that early on There's I have been trying Pete's to get bit. Brooke to watch Pete's Dragon for so long, an amazing movie. And the Muppets. Yeah, how's that, I, how's that going?
0: I I will one day fulfill my your my destiny. end of the promise because you fulfilled your end, and I, I just assumed that you wouldn't, and so now oh, I feel. Oh no, baby, I did. Yeah, I know. I always come through, and yet I still haven't watched The Muppets. Listen, disgusting. Your I'll just tell you, your viewership of media drops probably seventy percent when you're you in a relationship in with a significant other. I, I used to watch so much. I shit. moved
1: in with a significant other, Lewin. My cat. <laughs>
0: But he doesn't have an opinion on which things you should watch.
1: It is interesting what stuff he will come out and like cuddle with me and watch and what stuff he doesn't cuddle with
0: me and watch. I just feel really bad for Evan because about once a week I'm like, hey, can we watch this insane bloody film from like (laughs) the early two thousands that I've been meaning to watch? And Evan is like, "Uh, Sure. Please no. And I'm like, I thought I thought it was gonna be I have to watch
1: these (laughs) movies for the queer quadrant. Oh
0: no, but see that's I have to do that. So I feel like a lot of what I now watch is for the pod I like doing it in
1: like blocks where it's yeah. like I'm gonna like my four day or my whatever it's gonna be like get them all out in like a sp- like a, Again, a period here. I just
0: don't have the freedom of media a watching ve- well, anymore oh.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: it's me Brooke oh god my
1: life's so hard oh, life's I don't so have hard. the I'm burden in a fulfilling of being relationship. <laughs> oh it's god it's so hard to be loved by someone else I go to bed with someone who I love and we cook oh my god get out <laughs>
0: <laughs> Woo But you Any, watch more movies than me. So. Oh what a
1: fulfilling what a fulfilling <laughs> life I lead.
0: Oh my god. Um,
1: Anyways, Cape Blanchette, come over whenever.
0: Yeah, I have an open invitation. Truly. Yeah. So this movie's good. Good movie. And we like it. And it felt very fitting to kind of mark this 100 episode milestone, which is truly wild. And I can't believe yeah. we've been doing this for 100 episodes.
1: That's crazy. Um, good poster. We also didn't mention. Very I do good like poster. this poster. And
0: I, like I said, the character posters are a rainbow, which yeah. is quite exciting. Yeah. Um, it's
1: one of the good... Marvel, where they like will cram everyone on, and it's usually but it exhausting. Looks but this one's like good because yeah.
0: it's like in circles, yeah. and it actually has color. And yeah. the uh, the Thor Love and Thunder poster, I think, is cool too. It's very like there's lots of like light and stuff. Looking at it now, it's cool. I yeah. like it.
1: I like a uh, psychotic Christian Bale in the background.
0: Yeah, looking good. Yeah. cannot wait for that. Anyway, so we'll but we'll get back to we'll get back we'll to it. There will be soon. Thor four more Thor for you in the future for you Thors. For all you Thor heads out there, um, yeah, I mean, obviously this movie did, did well, very well. Shocking. Uh, budget of a hundred and eighty million dollars. Nice little indie. May three hundred fifteen million domestic, eight hundred and fifty million worldwide. Extremely good showing. Very proud for everyone involved. Good for them. Um, I mean, like it's a Marvel movie. What are we gonna say? It opened in over four thousand theaters, which is insane to me. Fucking Christ. Um, and yeah, just kind of like hung out from November to March. 4,000 theaters. Yeah, I know. crazy. I love it, and I watch it often and i basically always have a good time and do so you watch you, it more than
1: mad max or no mm, They
0: mm, hmm, no i watch mad max
1: more interesting but okay. again
0: like i said i'm not really a, a movie rewatcher no that's what i was
1: i was curious on like the 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 solomon yeah. movies like what has the number one
0: twice a year is about as many times as i can do and even that is pushing it
1: guess what my most in a year was in what movie because it's the most jordan gustafson thing ever
0: was it little shop
1: no 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 oh that was good last year though uh i had three manchester by the season one year wow yeah
0: i mean i think that i had like three little women's not within a calendar year but within like a 12 month period um and for a while inception was number one because i discovered it so late and then of course like once you watch that movie you have the urge to to watch watch it once a week but this is up there do
1: you hear that what it's a train
0: coming oh you're waiting for a train you're ready for a train. You're ready for, a train. for a, train uh, a train. A train. You don't know where this train will take, but you hope you know. Anyway, you know it's a, what? a good movie. What Inception? Inception. Good film. Um, spoken am I, about am I, am on I I pod. Going Watson Inception tonight. Do it. I Do can't. it. I can't celebrate I can't. a podcast milestone. True. Um, I mean, if
1: it was on TNT, I would of course stop what I was doing and watch it.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's been we're coming up on like technically, I think the two year anniversary. We
1: are of wow. doing
0: this this podcast. That's, um, that's a,
1: lot, a lot has changed in two years. Yeah, we've done some IRL recordings. We
0: we have yes with IRL friends people um, humans, and we have made so many friends returners. through the podcast. Yes, and yeah, I feel like I've really learned a lot about like media criticism and like True, how I honestly, feel yes. about like queer content on screen in general. And I think it's really I made agree. me like not only a more evolved screenwriter,
1: your brain has um, been growing, but also
0: a more evolved like consumer Person. of media and yeah. like has really, I don't know, done a lot for kind of like how I approach storytelling and mm, characters. I yeah.
1: feel the exact same way. I mean like, honestly, like the growth of the pod not only like in terms of I feel like we've learned a lot of how to like uh run a show yeah definitely. you know I would yeah. say maybe the first episodes we were figuring we I were mean, getting we our groundwork
0: literally had no idea what we, no, were, we were doing thrown shit we were wall. simply going off of having listened to podcasts Yes. yes, yes. yeah uh,
1: but no by now I think you know it's like as you were saying but also for me like personally I feel like how I watch movies has changed what I want from movies has changed it obviously informs my writing as you were saying and all these things it's like and it's nice And it's cool to see, like, that growth change. And I, like, you know... All the conversations we have are constantly reinforming yeah. dialogues that I'm having in the real world exactly. and, like, being able then to bring these things up and have those conversations. So,
0: and I've discovered a lot of movies, exactly. So. Brooke,
1: well, you started out with three, so I know I had, a, have, I had a long so way. So, technically, go. <laughs> you have seen more than three movies at this I point. I know.
0: Wow. Can you finally drop that bit? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> <laughs> you've only seen a hundred movies. There we go. Yeah, it's nice. It's, I love doing the show with you. Oh, I love doing Here's the show with you. To very many more episodes. Here's um, to surviving Q-Fast, Q-Furious. Yes, definitely. We are still in the middle of that. And uh, yeah, here's to hopefully surviving Thor, Love, and Thunder. I
1: know. Oh, my God. I know.
0: All right. So. Oh, boy. So do you want to see how this film has aged in the cultural lexicon?
1: You know what, Brooke? I actually do. Okay. I think it does have uh, a good following. I know that a lot of people that I follow give it very high marks. Mm-hmm. And... I think that I'm gonna go with three nine. It is a three like nine. Hot um, three nine is the best score.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: It's three nine or like four five. Yeah, <laughs> there's like no in between. I feel like a four one's pretty good. I'm sorry, just looking at Thor: Love and Thunder, the screenplay now is just by Taika. Yeah. With a story by also with Jennifer Caden Robinson. Which is like
0: very different from the the team of Ragnarok. But like I said, I think that there's a lot of Taika fingerprints on the screenplay and he just doesn't have a credit.
1: Because it probably wasn't rewritten enough. In
0: the WGA Picky about these things. He also might have been like, if you kind of just let me fuck around and do whatever I want, like I won't take screenplay credit. Right. Um. Which did you? Like so so really
1: you really saw *Unpregnant*, right? Yeah, I did. Oh whoa! Oh my god! So Rachel Lee Goldberg directed that. This person who wrote worked Jennifer on Jennifer Robinson.
0: Him, he did. She did one um,
1: of five writers on that
0: movie. On Unpregnant. On yeah. I think it went through like a bunch oh, of different sort of drafts. Like book, book it's smart. like a book smart situation. But Jennifer Caden Robinson directed Someone Great. Someone great right. And I like her. She
1: just got something new that's
0: coming out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am excited to see. And I think that like... There seems to be, like, a stronger, I think, like, female aspect to Love and Thunder with, like, yeah. Mighty Thor and Lady Sif is supposed to be back. Sif and is And, of course, back. we have Tessa, Natalie. who will hopefully have, like, a really big role. Yeah. So I'm interested to see, like, how that sort of all plays out. Well, in. do
1: you know anything about, Nat? like, what happens with Jane in the comics for her Thor or no?
0: No, but we should save it. I will save it. For next That's, episode. I, I'm, I was just curious. Boom. There we go. Uh-huh. 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 Okay, well that's a little teaser for next time. But in the meantime, oh baby, how queer with is this movie? One hundred episodes worth of knowledge. How queer how do we queer think this is, is? Where is this land on the queer quadrant, Brooke? Okay, well I will. I'm not going to give it a five, but what? I am no.
1: I, <laughs> yeah. I was I was expecting it, it was your really? come out movie. Yeah, I thought you were going to do
0: it. No, I'm going to give it a four. I'm okay. going to give it a four. I think that like it is like very vibes, but it's been a minute since we since we had a gay vibes movie, and I think like. I do really just kind of like respect what Taika is all about. And I I, always look forward to seeing what he comes up with next. And um, I think that like a lot of his sensibility and what he cares about in terms of like representation really is showing in this movie. And again, like, yes, it is a gay Marvel movie. Like it's still within that, like all consuming framework. framework, But like, I, I don't know. I really love it. I It obviously means a lot to me. Um, and I really look forward to kind of like what this will hopefully do for like the, the Thor franchise and like oh. a lot of these characters in general. So, yeah, four stars for me. Four for me as well. Oh, hey, love. I feel Cute. we had
1: to. No, but I, I completely agree. I mean, this is such a, a queer vibes movie, but I don't know. I just I, I don't know what else to say. It's like it's really just one of those Marvel movies that I could. It's kind of one of the ones that I will rewatch a lot. If I'm gonna rewatch one, it would probably be this Iron Man, Iron Man three, Iron Man three. I, you, like, know, you know, I have
0: a very strong soft spot for Captain America: The First Avenger. A
1: good movie, yes. The best of the Captain Americas, no, oh,
0: by a mile. Yeah. Um, even though it's the least gay, so there Well, we go. Haley Atwell. Haley Atwell, though, step Haley, on me. Haley Atwell, though, crush me with the shield. Is she? What did you? I didn't even. Have we even talked about her showing up in a Multiverse of Madness? Were you, were you excited to see her again? Yeah. I'm always happy to see her. Yeah. Um, star of the hit show, Captain Car- Agent Agent Carter. Agent Carter. And in that one episode of What If? Yes. I'm always happy to see her. You know, it was, I think, the perfect amount of screen time. It yeah. was nice that she got to do it in live action. I was glad that I she was thought- killed off. Yeah,
1: I that was the best part of it is when they were like,
0: yeah. pew, pew, yep. Psh, psh, psh. I thought that that was perfect. It was like yeah. it was nice that we get to see her in live action, but we're not totally like making this like a right. whole thing. It's um, not a thing. Yeah. I love Haley Atwell though. I'm very excited for Mission Impossible. It's gonna be good. Wow. We love
1: to see it. Oh my God, we did it. Wow.
0: Okay, cool. Well, that's great. I mean, if you want to hear, if you want to tell us your Thor Ragnarok opinions, like we will take them. But also if you, I don't know, want to hear more about our Thor Ragnarok opinions, uh, you can find us on this wonderful website. um, Nothing
1: going on there talking about Marvel at all ever.
0: Call Twitter. I'm a Brookby Solomon. Jordan
1: H. Gus. And
0: we're together at Queer Quadrant and we're on Letterboxd at Brookby Solomon. Jordan H. Gus. And uh, the podcast is on Spotify Throwing and Apple and on Sakar and, and in that weird orgy, The Pleasure Ship. Anywhere else you care to get your podcast, drop us a rate. Five stars only. Come on. Five lightning strikes episodes. only. Let's go. Leave us a review if you want.
1: Did Valkyrie make you gay? Tell Did us. Did make you gay?
0: Hit us with that subscribe. Give us the tweets. Tell us. Tell us who made you gay from this movie. It's got to be somebody. It's one of them. One of them. Anyway, one of us, and uh, you know, let us know what you would like to see us cover in the future as well.
1: And, Brooke, what are we covering in the future? Oh, it's
0: back to Q fast, cute, furious. Vroom, vroom. Next week is a biggie. Oh my god, can I not wait? i right, do you want to say what it is? You can say it. It's fast five. Woo! Jordan's really excited. Um, this episode is already in the oh, can. Oh, maybe is it buckle.
1: In. Oh boy, Maybe in. go
0: on like a coastal road trip, <laughs> a cross-country a lo- flight. A very long walk. If you will. Tune in next week <laughs> for that. And I will just say, as we mentioned, the week after that, sure tune in do. for like a full-on main feed episode of Thor, Love, and Thunder. That is how much we believe that the film will be a little bit really gay. Is that we the, have yeah. cashed in all our chips and like b- Put like a full main main feed feed slot to talk about the film because it's going to be at least a little bit gay.
1: That's a lot of pressure. I'm nervous. There's
0: See, I'm not because I just believe that the vibes will be that strong. I'm not saying it has to be a five on the QQ, but there will be
1: content. I think so. No, I think so.
0: Listen. if Look,
1: we've pulled worse before. And I'm
0: just going to say, if it turns out to be a total dud, I am just going to sit there and I'm going to unpack every shot of Tessa Thompson's arms for an hour and a half and it'll be like a performance art piece. I thought what you, you know? were going to
1: say is you were going to pull up like a lawyer every time that they said it was going to be
0: gay. So you'd be like,
1: oh, on October the 15th of 2021, <laughs> you
0: said that I, it would be gay. You know, I actually will do that as well. Like, I swear to God, yeah. if if there is no queen for tessa thompson's valkyrie king? king of asgard i will be pulling up a timeline oh absolutely yes so cate blanchett will come for your them yes yeah yes also she can come for me i mean she can step on me anytime stab me evil lady i love sure. it Where's um hella? yeah so God, wait this is the name Hella. Hella. It's a pretty cool name. Listen, Norse mythology is metal as hell. It's fucking rules. You love it. Tune in next week and then in two weeks um, for that good shit. And thank you so much for listening to us this long. For
1: so long. We love you all. We love you guys so much.
0: And please, like, I don't know, anything anything you want to tell us, anything that you want us to know, like, we're here. We love hearing from you online. Yeah, just... This is us thanking you.
1: It is, and do you want, is there anything else you would like to leave them with before we depart into the unknown?
0: Tessa Thompson, crush me with your big bulky arms. Thank you. Snap my retainer.
1: <laughs> snap my. That's what it should be. The snap my retainer challenge.
0: Yes. Thank you, and good night.